last lesson. And welcome to Ed's at Redemption, where it's always morning, even in the afternoon. I am your host, Jay Edgar, and oh, I have to change my background back from uh, uh, from across or uh, from Ed Talk the other weekend here, because uh, we had uh, John on, and that was uh, that was actually a really good time. So let's get uh, let's get that all switched back around here. But um, hopefully, that is the last tech issue we'll have this week. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, it was uh, it was a week last week, and like I said, just I had that buzz going on in the microphone, and that just kicked off an entire plethora of things going wrong right in the middle of everything too. You know, bump the internet I watched the game tape, and it started. Wait, there was like foreshadowing. It was like a whole drama going on last week. <laughs> you watched the game tape. I can never watch the game tape. I don't know. It's just because I can't stand hearing myself. Maybe I don't know what the reason is, but. I can't stand yeah. hearing my own voice though, so that's that's a big part of it. Yeah. But that could be a part of it. But um, we've got a, by the way, a massive, massive news this week. I mean, Elon Musk just bought Twitter, and that's not even a main topic this week because there's been so much else going on this week. I don't know if you've looked at the at the itinerary that we have for this week at all, mm-hmm. but it is it is ridiculous what we've got to go over this week. Plus, uh, plus a little bit of surprise stupidity. This one actually might enrage you. I might get oh, a little bit of rage off of this one. I looked at that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this one. That's this always... one's gonna get be some anger. <laughs> That's always fun. <laughs> but yeah, how was uh, how was your week? Otherwise, your uh, your new job started this week, didn't it? It started this morning at eight a.m. and um, I forgot how Atlanta traffic is. I before the my previous job, I worked in Atlanta, and now I do again, and. Boy, I am already enraged from dealing with idiot drivers. So, you know, I just rolled in five minutes before we started, jumped on, and here I am. So I made it in time, but I think next Monday I'm going to have to leave a little bit earlier. <laughs> and that's, I mean, it's its understandable doing anything across a big city. I've, I've had to drive across Milwaukee in rush hour. I understand entirely where we're coming from with that, but it is, yeah, I, I get it. But, you know, hopefully everything is... uh Otherwise, turning out really, really well for you. Oh, it's just yeah. probably a bunch of orientation or something, right? I got assigned a corner office, Ooh. two windows, and a door. So I'm very happy, very satisfied with my new location. I just wish it was next door instead of across town. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, we'll see what happens. We'll actually be talking about your neck of the woods here uh, this week, too. But uh, we do have uh, quite a bit to go over this week, so we've got to stay on to it. We've got to stay on topic for this one. Well, you say more that than we every usually week. Do. I do <laughs> say that every week. Every time. You notice they just keep trying to cram more and more shit in there. They do. They do. So this would have this actually would have been a lightning round topic, except for this was so delicious. I had to put this on as a main topic here, but CNN Plus is shutting down <laughs> on my birthday. On top of it, too. Yes, they are. So we'll we'll take a brief moment on main topic and talk just a bit about that and some of the reactions that came along with that. But also in the media this week, uh, Taylor Lorenz made news by doxing the uh, Lips of TikTok author um, coming out there, not only just with her name, but uh, the ability, not directly publishing her address, but the ability to get her address as well. And, well, we find out that Taylor Lorenz just got doxed a couple weeks ago and was not a fan of it when it happened to her and then turned around and did this as well. And some uh, some updates happening today, too, talking about um, how she feels about this and why she felt the need to do this. So we'll talk just a bit about what happened with that. Yeah. Um, what would have been the top story, except for these other two, the federal mask mandate on transit is over per a judge's order. Now, there's an appeal coming down the pipe, so um, we will definitely see what happens with that. But yes, as of right now, the mask mandate is over. Uh, some reactions that happened with this, of course, uh, cheering on planes. In yeah, the hopefully of flight. Mr. Zed can get home from Phoenix before they put these mask mandates back in, a, in effect, because otherwise he's going to rent a car and drive. I guarantee <laughs> he's not wearing a mask on a plane. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like that'll be uh, definitely the quite the haul over there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a series of food processing plants over the past few weeks have suffered yeah. some major setbacks and well when we look at some of these food processing plants we look at the fact that um a lot of these stories went completely unreported so we'll talk just a bit about some of the uh few that happened there so and again one of those is in your neck of the woods over here so i don't know where this is in relation to you in the atlanta metro but um from what i understand it's actually in a completely different place from you from you know reading about it this morning but Covenant? Never heard of it. Coven Covington, maybe? Covenant, yeah. Yeah, I don't know where that is. It's in I the southeast. I know where Covington is. It's in the southeast part of Atlanta, apparently. Yeah, total opposite side. Yeah. Oh, damn, but I just doxed myself. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to work my way around it. <laughs> but uh, we will talk just a bit about that. Uh, renewed call for student loans and their forgiveness has come up based I'm guessing on the fact that nothing else is going all right for the admin. So we'll talk about that. Uh, plus another one still from your neck of the woods. Marjorie Taylor Greene got on the hot seat this week. Um, she is testifying whether or not she can even run or be on the ballot because of her relation to the insurrection, so-called. So we'll talk just a bit about what happened there. So, so an imaginary thing that happened? <laughs> and she, yeah, it's whatever. She held and, her own. And if we do have time, we will be talking about the uh, the Reedy Creek thing, uh, what's happening with Disney down there, and the fact that liberals are suddenly cheering for a billion-dollar company to not pay their fair share in taxes. It is going to be all this, plus I got some surprise stupidity. As foreshadowed, something that might enrage the co-host, but I still think would be uh, fun to listen to. So we'll watch for that, and we'll see what happens with that. Over here on Ed Zed Redemption, thanks everybody for tuning in, checking us out over here, hopefully with... 100% fewer tech issues is what we had last week. Um, we are streaming right now on YouTube, DLive, Twitch, 
uh, Twitter, Facebook, and all those other platforms. Well, we're not on any other platforms right now, but um, if you can't catch us live, you want to catch us back on demand, you can also check us out over on BitChute and over on Rumble. You can check us out on those platforms. And starting this week, which I'd actually planned to start last week, but, you know, the tech issues from hell... I decided that we didn't need to put that back onto a different uh, platform right now. But uh, yeah, starting this week, we will be going back to the audio platform. I've got new title artwork. I'll be adding back to that. Contemporary will not be going back to the audio platform. That is just with working a 40-hour job plus this, that is too much work on the week. But this program, and if we do across the board net talk, will all be on the audio platforms if you guys do want to take us back on the go. So watch for that. We'll get links going up as well. We are on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you have a preferred audio platform that was not mentioned there, let me know and I will make the application for that as well. So I think our Podbean will let us go into multiple platforms. So definitely go and check that out. All right, we've got to get into it because there's so much here. There is just so much. Let's get the live chat up here, see what, that, what these guys are doing here. Making me look like a slob. Yeah, well, I just uh, canned up. Uh... <laughs> I literally just walked in. This is what I was wearing all day at work. So it's I'm not being trying to be fancy or out such time. <laughs> and I just was late. <laughs> yeah, it happens. All right. I guess I think the top news is breaking today. And this is an update. This is new from when we did Contemporary this morning. Uh, Elon Musk's uh, offer to buy Twitter has been accepted. Reading from CNBC, uh, Twitter accepts Elon Musk's buyout deal from Lauren Feiner. My God, the meltdown. Holy fuck. That is something I have been watching all day. I missed it. I had no idea. The meltdown is the part I wanted to see, but the news is not the exciting part. I knew this was going to happen. I wanted to see the Twitter meltdown. So everybody start tagging me in any good, any good <laughs> threads that I need to read because I'm going to need some entertainment once we're off air. <laughs> Uh, it does look like the finality of the deal was to $44 billion to buy Twitter. Um, Musk is going to be taking it private, which, you know, kind of runs directly in the face of a lot of what uh, people were saying it's going to be. Because with him taking it private, it's not going to be as dependent on ad revenue. Yeah. So uh, the usual uh, characters have already threatened to go jump ship and get off board if uh, if they're on. That, that's been the big one here. But this really... Go ahead. It's the same people that were going to move to Canada when Trump won, but they're still oh. here, aren't they? So oh, we'll see what happens. The thing that gets me the most about this is just the the mask really fell when they started uh, when they started doing this, and when the tweets started coming out here, because you know that it's not the fact that they want a platform or an ability to do this, but they really want to be able to have an echo chamber where they don't have to be challenged for this. True. They really do. They don't want to be challenged. They don't want to have somebody else come in there and pierce the echo chamber and say something up. up. And, you know, they've talked about some of them are actually talking about going to parlor and revamping parlor. All right. Have fun. <laughs> but you want to know the juiciest part of this? And I don't have a news story up about this, but we'll be talking about this uh, in the morning. The juiciest of part course. of this whole thing. Yeah. Jen Saki got on. Uh, on the stage, and again, I don't have the clip queued up for this show, but I'll have it for the morning. She got up on the press stage and told everybody that now might be the time to reform Section 230 after all. What a dumb person. <laughs> I almost said something 
It started with a C that I shouldn't say. <laughs> Something that's not Southern Belle like. I am not a Southern Belle. I'm from Chicago, so. <laughs> Adopted Southern Belle. I'm trying not to swear on air, at least. <laughs> <laughs> still, still trying. I'm just trying. Uh, what would have been the top story today, if not for the Twitter thing coming through here, President Biden has reportedly told Obama that he is seeking re-election in 2024. Um, I don't think he's going to make it that long, but we'll <laughs> see. We have a running bet over there on another channel, so we'll see, uh, we'll see if it happens or not. Uh, President Biden told Barack, um, I believe he told him through Jill, too. That was the other thing off of this, because the first reports I saw of this was that Jill was the one that came forward and said that he was uh, he was running again, which my first question was, okay, does he know this? Of course he doesn't know this. Like, she's, I, I, he's not running anything. Joe Biden <laughs> is not running a damn thing. Like, if, if, I don't think any, even the other side knows this right now. Like, there's no, he doesn't have the mental capacity to tie his own shoes, let alone, you know, run the country. Yeah. Honestly, I looked at this, I looked at this uh, realistically, and really, honestly, Biden has no choice but to run. He really doesn't. Yeah. With the middle of a conflict off of this, or let me rephrase that, he has no choice but to tell people that he's going to run. Middle of a conflict overseas, that he's fighting the good fight against evil Vladimir Putin and everything else like that. What do you think There's would happen? Time for midterms. What do you think would happen if Vladimir Putin found out that he's not running and now he can go back and run roughshod because there's nothing to lose? Yeah. Well, I think um, I'm pretty sure Vladimir Putin is not caring at all what Biden thinks because he's so weak and is the laughing stock, as we saw last week with that video from the Middle East. He's the laughing stock of the entire world right now. So there's no reason for Vladimir Putin to pay him any attention at all. He's not going to do shit. Did you say that we got a hard block for that, by the way? We did. Yeah, I, I did trimmed it out. That. But yeah, we, that's the other reason I didn't go live with uh, the audios on this time is because I had to go trim that out because, yeah, we got hard block for that. We got copyright block for that. That was right at the same time we were having those tech issues. So it kind of mm -hmm. like. It makes sense. <laughs> it doesn't look well, weird. <laughs> that's what we see coming off of that. And the F's in the chat. And, of course, CNN had to put their own editorial spin on this. I laughed at the editorial spin this morning when I read this here. But uh, Orrin Hatch has passed away. Former Senator Orrin Hatch, the longest-serving GOP U.S. Senator, dies today at 88 years old. Um. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, he... The, the biggest crime I think that he did, with aside from what uh, CNN's spin on this was, was when he did decide not to run again, he cleared the way for Mitt Romney, and, well, we know that's a sin. Yeah. Um, I mean, why are they making these people work into their 80s? Like, let I, the same thing with the Supreme Court. The Like, all of these elderly people who are running the country need to retire and have a retirement and spend time with their grandkids and probably great grandkids at that age. Like, let's be honest, uh, it's it's cruelty to elders, and it's not like they want to be there. They're forced into it because they don't want to give up that seat, and it's just yeah. it's cruel. <clears throat> well, for 
for Utah, I would say that that would have actually been a pretty safe seat. So to give up that seat wouldn't have been the worst thing in the world, except for the fact that it went to, like I said, Mitt Romney. Ugh. But yeah, um, they, they had to come back out in here and say this. Um, Orrin Hatch, he embodied the principles better than anyone. They should divide it. Orrin Hatch helped to show a better way by forging meaningful relationships and friendships on both sides of the aisle. But then they turned around and said, an ardent conservative, Hatch favored corporate tax cuts, limited government, deregulate, uh, deregulation, and military spending during his time in office. Which, with the exception of military spending, I'm kind of the same way. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, but he, they, they, they wanted the to say... Except for the roads. I like the roads. <laughs> they went on to say he consistently voted against gay rights, abortion, and stricter gun laws. Yeah. So, yeah. It's CNN. They had to put that in here. Well, and that's what makes me like him. <laughs> All right. Uh, an update on the bunny suit story from last week. Who's inside the bunny suit? The big reveal explains why the Easter Bunny wouldn't let Biden go off script. Uh, reading over from the Daily Wire, uh, Spidey senses everywhere were tingling when Biden greeted, uh, greeting the crowd at the annual White House Easter egg roll was quickly spirited away by none other than the Easter Bunny the minute serious foreign policy questions arose. At first glance, Biden seemed to simply wander over to greet some spectators, only to be approached by the Easter Bunny and guided back away from the gathering crowd. And that was when people began asking in earnest, who was in the bunny suit? Uh, there has not been a confirmation as to who was in the bunny suit. Uh, some questions here is, um, surprise Ron Plain fit into the bunny suit, good for him. Is Kamala Harris in the bunny suit? Uh, Susan Rice in the bunny suit? Jill Biden, maybe? Jen Psaki? But I think the most, uh, the most popular response to this was, is Barack Obama in the bunny suit, guiding Biden uh, today? I would vote Barack. Yeah. We still have no it's, idea who it is, but. Well, I saw some fit or some, I guess, still photos where they were zoomed in and it looked like there was a black guy in there. So. Yeah, but um, a lot of photoshops have, have made, uh, made some very, very convincing arguments over here. So who is, who is that? I, I can't see. I can't tell either, but. Um, Make it bigger. Working on it. That's the best I can do off of it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Megan Hayes, it looks like. Director of message planning at the White House. I thought it was Hillary. I swear to God. Just for a (laughs) quick second, I thought it was Hillary. (laughs) That would have been hilarious. Well, that's that's who we've landed to. So, uh, Alex Jones has filed bankruptcy this week. Alex Jones's InfoWars files for bankruptcy in wake of defamation suits over his assertions that the Sandy Hook massacre was a hoax. Mm. So this is not a shutdown of InfoWars. This is a Chapter 11 refiling to protect InfoWars from the direct suit that will be happening with Alex Jones, which means that basically he's going to be broke, but InfoWars is going to be fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. That's that's a good restructuring off of that. But I'm sure with- he's already transferred all his money to his relatives. That could be. But with the fact that he's going to be broke, I do need to remind you, if you are in Texas, that if you start to smell a weird-smelling ham that maybe sounds a little bit human, you should probably oh. go check on something. Because um, as he That's said... That's his neighbors. With his neighbor, yeah. He will eat their asses. 
And we know that's the that's the cut of meat that ham comes from is the ass. So. Yep. Uh, what was your take on this? Um, I it's just strategic. I don't think Alex Jones is by any means broke. Um, also, Alex Jones is right about almost everything. So if you don't listen to him, you should listen to him. Anybody out there who still thinks Alex Jones is a joke, just look at his record. Well, we will see. Uh, an announcement about the military from our commander-in-chief. Let's have a listen to what he has to say. In the United States military, every vehicle is going to be climate-friendly. Every vehicle. We're going to have a, no, I, I mean it. We're spending billions of dollars to do it. And, uh, and spending billions of dollars to make every vehicle climate friendly. That'll be great when they're in the middle of a war zone and have to wait for the sun to charge their damn Tesla tanks. Ridiculous. Well, not only that, but I mean, all the, the copper casings and everything, those are great for the environment, aren't they? We're watching videos the other night. I forget what show it was, but with the batteries, you were there with the batteries blowing up. Like, we don't have to wait for the enemy to bomb us. We're going to just, our cars are just going to light themselves on fire. Yeah, well, I'll we'll be talking about lighting somebody else lighting themselves on fire later on. But um, uh, yeah, with that, it's, like I say, though, um, the, the copper, the jacketing from the, the bullets, that, that's great for the environment. The depleted uranium rounds, those are great for the environment. But hey, we won't have emissions anymore. Um, yeah, but how are they? <laughs> people are so dumb. They don't understand how they get electricity. Like I've saw, I've seen um, photos of of gas generators charging batteries to charge to to make electricity to charge a Tesla. Like, what? How do they think that works? It's ridiculous. But there's no emissions, Katie said. Well, I mean, it's zero emissions, don't like you know? We, like we like to say around here, that's ridiculous. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else do we have on here? Ah, uh, the New York Post reports four people shot in D.C. Suspect took his own life. Hong Kong as cops closed in. Uh, crazed gunman allegedly shot three adults and a girl in a leafy section of D.C. on Friday after, uh, before taking his own life hours later as police closed in on the apartment where he was suspected of carrying out the attack, authorities said. The suspect allegedly erected a sniper-type setup inside of his fifth-floor apartment and fired indiscriminately at passerbys around 3.20 p.m. on the Van Ness Street near Connecticut Avenue in the northwest section of the city, police said. Uh, two women, a man, and a 12-year-old girl were injured by the gunfire and hospitalized in stable condition. And, of course, the media did not do their due diligence, and they did not whiten the photo of the suspect before getting out well, there. Why, why the heck not? <laughs> I know, I mean, it, it, it's the perfect opportunity because, um, you know, Raymond Spencer does not sound like a very Hispanic name, but, you know, there this guy is. I have a lot of questions about this. I do, too. I didn't know anything about this because when I looked at the notes yesterday, it was before you did the quick, <clears throat> quick fire or quick round questions or um, articles. But this is something that very much interests me, and I would like to know a lot more about it. Um, it's, it's interesting. Well, what are they, they hiding? 
what gets to me is the fact that, again, off himself as the police were approaching Hong Kong, nobody was injured, just like when we talked about the, what, what was the one that we talked about last week, where nobody was mis- miraculously injured. Oh, the guy in New York <clears throat> that supposedly did that big mass shooting and oh, yeah, that's right. got injured, and then he just decided to go out for coffee or something afterwards. Like, just and then turned himself in. in. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, oh, are they looking for me? What? I don't know what's going on. I'm I'm positive that that guy from New York thought, well, obviously, I know I didn't do this, so I'll just call him and let him know. I'll, they'll vet it, and it'll be done. But no, 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 they framed him instead. Hmm. So, yeah, and it, I mean, this, this reeks of Las Vegas shooting to me, except for the fact that in Las Vegas, people died. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe, maybe not, but yeah, allegedly. But yeah, Crow's Nest sniper set up where the alleged uh, um, suspect was far, far away from everybody. And before they could go and reach to him, he killed himself. And all they see is guns and a black man's poster on the wall. Block 19? Yep. Uh, no, I think that's uh, Smith. I think that's the same one that I have. Smith & Wesson, I think. I mm-hmm. can't make out the uh, the markings on the uh, on the action. Yeah. I don't think that's a Glock. I think that's a Smith. I think that's the same one that I have. Just they don't have the silver uh, action like mine does. Yeah. But it does appear that all the firearms were purchased legally. So that's what we see from that. Uh, Speaking of lighting themselves on fire from ABC, man dies after setting himself on fire outside Supreme Court building, officials say. I'm sorry, that probably wasn't a laugh line, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it sometimes. <laughs> a man died after setting himself on fire outside the U.S. Supreme Court building in Washington, D.C. on Friday, officials said. The incident occurred around 6.30 p.m. on the plaza in front of the building. Supreme Court spokesperson Patricia McCabe said in a statement, uh, Supreme Court police, you... I didn't realize there were Supreme Court police, but uh, Supreme Court police, U.S. Capitol Police, and D.C. police responded, and the person was airlifted to the area hospital where he succumbed to his injuries. Uh, They said that his name is Wynn Bruce. No details as to what happened with this. Nobody else was injured. I have seen rumors and reports, but I've not seen anything in writing yet the fact that he was out there protesting for climate change, and that's why he set himself on fire. Probably not good for the climate. To set yourself on fire probably causes lots of emissions. Joe on up there. Well, just I, I saw this and I thought of an old George, uh, George Carlin joke when he was talking about um, abortion rights, and you know he was a pro-abortion guy, unfortunately, but you know he was talking about that and what was going on with that, and he brought up the fact that um, how do you put this? The protesters in South Vietnam knew how to stage a goddamn demonstration. Light yourself on fire. Like self-emulation, emu- what word am I looking for? Emulation. Setting yourself on fire. Yeah, that's the one. Um, setting yourself <laughs> on fire does not seem like a good way to get your point across. It just makes you look like an idiot and you're insane. And nobody, like, it just does not, it doesn't seem like a good idea to me. Like, I, if I, if you ever see a news story where I set myself on fire, know that that did not happen. It's all <laughs> a lie. I would never do that. Well, interestingly enough, I had to cut the video from this because I had video of this on the morning show. But um, oh, come on. the morning show is age-restricted now because of the fact that the video was up there. But, I mean, hearing oh. the guy scream, you I mean, he was in agony. You couldn't could see you, it, but you could hear him. Me. I love that sort of stuff. 
I mean, I almost said the word cunt a minute ago. So um, it's already age restricted. <laughs> but that's what we see from that. Um, from Fox 5, dozens of New York City teachers investigated over fake vaccine cards. Who would ever get a fake vaccine card? That's just silly. <laughs> I read this, that headline and the first thing I said was based. <laughs> Uh, there is a big fight over this right now because the teachers union is not allowing, or well, they're trying to stop the city from putting these people on paid leave, or unpaid leave, I guess. They're on unpaid leave, not even paid leave, because the um, the Department of Education didn't give them due process. So there's a big fight going on in New York City over this. Huh. Hey, do you want to hear a little white pill? What's up? Over va about vaccine cards? So today I was doing my onboarding interview with HR or whatever, and they have a checklist that's like pre-made by somebody else. And mm -hmm. they got to the COVID vaccine question. She's she's like, oh, we don't need to do that one. Not required here. And I'm like, that's based. amazing. Based. Based is all heck. I'm telling you what. Well, there is no, as of this point, um, there's no evidence that these vaccine cards were even faked. But, I mean, if they were, then that's based as shit. But I'm, uh, you know. I just don't see, I don't see why they're going after them now. COVID's over. It's over. Like, wh why, why, why? I, I why would they ban leave try now? It again. I, I think they're going to try it again before the midterms. You think so? Do you think about all that so, stuff popping off going, in China? Yeah, because it's already going on in Beijing. I think they're going to try it again. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah. But for the people that are on the fake vax cards, if they actually were fake or even if they weren't fake, get through your hearing, get through your due process and get the fuck out of that city. Yeah, like just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have Dark Maga. Did you hear about that? No. Sounds fun. Newsweek reports, what is Dark Maga? Trump supporters attempt rebrand for 2024. I guarantee you this was some leftoid that did this and submitted it out to Newsweek and say, see, they're, they're trying to be darker, MAGA. Um, reading from Newsweek, a small fringe of Trump supporters are calling for the former president to get back on the highest stage of U.S. politics with a vengeance with the motto, hashtag dark MAGA. More of a meme than a political slogan, dark MAGA is a post-alt-right aesthetic that promotes an authoritarian version of Trump in dystopian Terminator-like images, in some, the Trump Tower is painted entirely black, and the former president is seen piercing through the screen with blue laser eyes. So, literally, every wall of text meme that we saw from the left for the past four years is apparently adopted by the right. I mean, if this really is truly the right. That's what they're trying to make us believe, yeah. Sounds kind of base to me. Authoritarian Trump? Yes, please. <laughs> Uh, the hashtag first appeared on Twitter on January 21st, and it's become increasingly popular by March. It can now be found Ooh. in tens of thousands of memes on Telegram and TikTok as well. The aesthetics of the movement are easily recognizable. Images edited in red and black or red and blue featuring people with blue laser eyes, often holding weapons or standing in front of neo-Nazi symbols. I might have to this add blue like laser eyes op. to my profile picture. <laughs> yeah. This whole thing sounds like a motherfucking op to me. It does. It absolutely does. I don't think these are right-wing people at all. It's just, to me, it sounds like the culmination of all the memes that the left tried to make. Minus mm -hmm. the wall of text, of course. 
Oh, just wait. Give it a give it a week or two. There'll be a wall of text. Uh, from NBC, top Florida Democrat sues Biden admin over marijuana and guns. This is, of course, if anybody, if you are vaguely at all political on Twitter, this would be gubernatorial candidate Nikki Freed of Florida, who has been foisted to the top of your timeline every single goddamn time you signed into Twitter. I have no idea who she is. You are lucky. Uh, she is the current agriculture uh, secretary of the state of Florida. Okay. Um, she is running a campaign to replace DeSantis as governor. And up until this past week, her entire campaign was vote for me. I'm not Ron DeSantis. Um, Ron DeSantis needs to stay in charge of Florida. Well, Freed came out this past week and decided that she is filing a lawsuit against the Biden admin because, according to the the drug scheduling program for Schedule 1, if you use medical marijuana, you are in use of an illegal substance and you are denied uh, firearms uh, use and concealed carry permits. Wait, so she's trying to put drug testing in place to get a concealed carry permit? Is that what you're saying? No, she's suing to let people have a concealed carry permit and not have their firearms rights revoked if they use medical marijuana. She's doing the most base thing that I've seen a Democrat do in a long time. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm on board with that. Well, her fellow Democrats are not. And um, yeah, at this point, they are pretty pissed at her. Well, I mean, if Florida's going to go, uh, I, I doubt they will, but if they're going to go blue, then this is the person you want. Yeah, it's, well. It's kind of like that Hawaiian chick. You know, if you're going to go blue, that's who you want. I forget her name. She was behind in the polls to begin with, but this just dumped her in the polls as soon as this happened. So, yeah, including a large amount of people on Twitter who were ardent fans of her up until this past Thursday when she did this who tried to retcon and tell of the world how much they always hated her. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, Lord. that is uh, that is what she's trying to do, and Twitter is still promoting her up to the top on my feed, even though she, she did this, and she's still trying to say, well, vote for me, I'm not DeSantis. But I think this pretty much tanked her career. I don't think she'll be yeah. reelected as uh, Agriculture Secretary at this point. No. I have a feeling the next time she runs for anything, it'll be under a with an R next to her name. I hope that the R's see right through that, too. Yeah, they won't. They're dumb, too. They're all dumb. <laughs> um, from CNBC, U.S. plans to announce another colossal military aid package for Ukraine. Uh, this was another $800 million of weapons going to the Ukraine. I gotta ask you something about this. Okay. Large amounts of money in regular intervals. Mm-hmm. Does this sound like blackmail to you? Blackmail payments to you? It sounds like either that or money laundering of some sort. Oh, they would Something's never money on. launder in Ukraine. That would Something's never happen. I mean <laughs> the amount of of webs that our political leaders have in Ukraine is ridiculous. I was just talking about this the other day. There is no reason for us to care about the war in Ukraine. There's wars every day all over the globe somewhere. But for some reason, 
the media in the United States is laser focused on this war in Ukraine for some reason. This should not have anything to do. I understand that it does, but it should not have anything to do with us. It's nowhere near us. Who cares if Putin gets the dumbass region? Like, who cares? But apparently, we have so many, the, our, our political leaders, especially Democrats, but Republicans too, have so many ties in Ukraine that this matters. And we're just going to dump money on the problem until it goes away. Or until they, they get their blackmail payments. So I think that a lot of this has to do with the Burisma stuff, honestly. Yeah, and this is why I'm pro-Putin. Like, let him take over whatever the hell he wants over there. I'm The people who are have the little Ukrainian flag next to their name on their Twitter profile are my enemies, which makes me pro-Russia. Hmm. I can't be pro-Russia just because of all the propaganda that's over there. I Honestly, Where I can't get not? to either side of that. I can't get like, to either are, side of this one. What are you pro? If, if you're against propaganda, you can't be pro anything. The United States, anywhere. There, it's I'm, all propaganda all over the world. I'm pro leave me the fuck alone. That's why I spent all day canning. More preparation. I hope you're sending me some of that jam. Just saying. <laughs> I might have some uh, some more garlic coming down the uh, road, too, because I found a big tub, Ooh. a five-pound tub, of pre-peeled garlic, which saves me like I... five hours on that recipe. I did see that in a group <laughs> chat we're in. I'm very excited. I'm going to be probably up your neck of the woods, maybe across the lake uh, in September. So pack up a box for me, put it in a cooler, bring it over, send it over on a sailboat, <laughs> or just come. <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. Um, an update speaking of across the pond from me, uh, from ABC 13 on your side, prosecutor drops out of Governor Whitmer, uh, Whitmer kidnapping plot case. The yeah, he cut the US cord. Attorney, He's like, Jonathan. this is going, this is going really bad. I'm out. <laughs> well, the 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 U.S. government was going to go back and uh, retry the two that had hung juries, but now they don't have a prosecutor, so they will probably find somebody else to throw into the bus for this. But I, to me, that's telling the fact that again, just like with the the Trump case, who. I don't have this on the staff for today, too. Apparently, he's held in contempt for that civil suit going on over there. But now this guy, too, is like, yeah, I, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, would you? No. It, it was a total setup. The FBI totally set these guys up, and it looks so bad for the government. So if you're the prosecutor, this is worse than that prosecutor on the Rittenhouse case. It, it's just horrible this is a bad look for anybody well we'll see what happens with uh with that and where that goes uh we'll be talking about lips of tiktok later but i decided to throw this one in there just to let you know what's going on with this i think you were in the chat when i played this on contemporary but um let's have a listen to what this woman who is a teacher has to say here's a developmentally appropriate way to talk to toddlers about bodies and gender you know the body parts that your diaper or your panties or your underwear cover? Those are called privates. Everyone has privates. Private means that they belong to you and only you. In the front, everybody has genitals, but there are different kinds of genitals. Some genitals are called a penis. Some are called a vulva. So, like, 
before that first jump cut, I actually, as a teacher, I would have said that probably would have been the most appropriate way to do that. Okay, this is yours, and keep it out of everything else. Don't take your yeah. pants off. I was on board with this, and it's the last jump cut that really enraged me off of this one, which I think it'll do the same thing for you. This is borderline moving into that point of, okay, let's. this is a parent's thing. And actually, up until the end point, I also said that this would probably be an appropriate conversation for a parent to have with their Maybe. children. Okay. Yeah. Depending on the age. Was she kindergarten teacher? I don't know. She's talking about toddlers specifically in this one. <sighs> okay. Others look maybe a little bit like each in some ways, or kind of like neither, or somewhere in between. People with those kind of genitals are called intersex. When babies are born, why? why? Parents sometimes guess their gender based on their genitals. They tend to guess boy for babies who have a penis and girl for babies who have a vulva. Sometimes parents guess wrong though, and that's okay. Everybody makes mistakes sometimes. People whose parents guessed wrong about their gender are called transgender. Oh my god, I want to punch this lady in the face so bad. What the hell? Oh my god, are you kidding me? Can you still hear me? Yes, I can hear you. My computer's doing the thing again. Uh-oh. You've got to be kidding me. Well, I guess we'll find out where that goes. But um, like I said, at the top of this, this would be like a, a, an appropriate parent conversation. Like, hey, this is where you pee from. Yeah. This is why I, I say that you're a boy. But not for a teacher out there either. And then, of course, the end of it is sometimes parents guess wrong. A lot of this I have to question is if this is not the government, the teacher's way of trying to undermine parents and the trust in parents. But we've lost Katie's head. Well, I guess we will have to go back with uh, checking the rest of this, but I'm guessing the computer just restarted again, so we'll have to figure out what's going on with that. Let's go find out what's happening in the live chat while we figure out here. Um, Quest Banning is here. Everyone congratulate Katie on her new job. Yes, absolutely. Panning says, don't fox Katie. Well, she kind of did that for herself, so... Randy Crush Saga is here. Says Katie looks nice today. Oh, there's two of me again. Um, let's see. Quest Fanning says they should expand the exemption for offering of them if the companies want to Disney's competition, the other theme parks to go down there. Quest says make sure to capture Katie's smile for the tweet. Well, thank you for that. Nephilim Ninja of Nibiru is here. My work clothes are holy. <laughs> Quest Fanning says musky Twitter equals based. Yeah, that was a that was a fun one to go back and see. Uh, Randy says Quest Fanning. When I heard about it, I immediately thought of only other occurrences I knew of, and that was Monsanto. Corporations having their own cities and counties doesn't seem to go well. Right, it says, if he lets Trump back on Twitter, they won't even consider moving somewhere else. Oh, yeah, because they've got to be the first one to go on there and say, oh, he's racist, and I get to be the one to say that he's racist. 
Oh, we got our Katie's head back. Did your computer restart? I don't know. It, the screen just goes black and then it shuts off. I, I have no idea. And I don't have my tech guy here. He's in Phoenix. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I apologize. I, I believe we say the screen goes African-American around here. I'm sorry. It's a screen of color. <laughs> screen of color. Let me get everything open here. All right. Um, I, I thought maybe you were just that angry at the uh, the video that uh, you just froze I up was. and seething angry. I'm like, I'm like, I'm out of here. Screw this lady. <laughs> All Can't right, well, take we, it. <laughs> we've got a couple more to go through, and then we've got to get into the, the main topics here for the day. Um, okay. Some more Biden news here for you. Biden has answered a border question with an answer about masks on planes. Let's listen. No, what I'm considering is continuing to hear from my, uh, my uh, first of all, there's going to be an appeal by the Justice Department, because as a matter of principle, we want to be able to be in a position where if, in fact, it is strongly concluded by the scientists that we need Title 42, that we'd be able to do that. But there has been no decision on extending Title 42. What a dumbass. <laughs> this is the person with the nuclear codes, keep in mind. I don't think he really has them. I don't think right. he's in charge, but let's let's hope that he's not. How about that? All right, and I got one last one for you. Speaking of people who should not be running for office anymore, speaking of going back on the age question as well, Bernie Sanders is open to running for the White House again if Biden doesn't. Time to dust off that song. <laughs> so I said, too, if, if I don't think he's going to run again. I think he's going to go out there and he's going to get a bunch of donations and he's going to get a bunch of people on board. And, you know, when, that's going to be his retirement fund. And he's going to somehow illegally embezzle that. And then all these people are left out there with no refunds, just as I said. Yeah, exactly. All right. I think I got everything up now. All right. Well, that's what I have off of this. Let's uh, grab a little bit more of the live chat here, and then we will go and talk about CNN Plus. I started some of it um, while your screen went black, so. It's amazing. Once it goes black, it just stops working. Once it goes black, you can't come back? <laughs> no, I can come back. It just doesn't want <laughs> to do its job right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, where were we? Quest Fang says, what an old bummer. Uh, Randy says, does he even really know he's the president? Nope. He does not. And then he says, pizza boxes will ensure that they win again. Uh, Carb says, a dangerous period ahead for Trump. They could skip the reprieve straight to hell. Nephilim Ninja says Biden is dying to run again. Uh, Randy says, I wish I had an Easter bunny that I could keep on, uh, keep me on target as I move through life. What was the, yeah, I need a bunny. What was the big bunny in the Martin Sheen movie? Well, you've seen fewer movies than I. I haven't actually seen that movie, but I've heard people talk. 
Harvey you've Wonder seen Man? so many movies. I don't understand how you can say you. I don't see any movies. You've seen like all of the movies. Uh, let's see. Quest Bank says you saw the bunny's outfit, purple. Quest says you're judging him by his record. Journalists don't judge themselves based on truth, just wokeness. Mr. Zed is here, says we do say ridiculous a lot. We do. Hi, I wonder if his if my in-laws are watching right now as well, if he's watching. Oh, it's like 3.30 or something where he is. Huh. Nephilim says Vegas happened. I saw a lot of people who were wounded. A lot of SoCal people were in Vegas for that. Quest uh, Fanning says, for your information, my breaks are fine, not suicidal. Quest <laughs> Fanning says, respect my authority. Quote, both, both Cartman and pro-mandate people. Yeah. Fanning says she's going to lose in a landslide. She has the stupidest takes. Might be wrong. Says she's a witch, which is, I believe, his neck of the woods. So he would know. I mean, have we checked if she floats or not? <laughs> a duck. Might be wrong. Says Biden and other establishment figures can't have Putin infringing on their money washing scheme in Ukraine. That's exactly what's happening. Uh, Katie has lost the ability to even. I can't even. <laughs> Mr. Zed said it's absolutely it's the government and lefties overriding the parents and their roles with the children. And might be wrong. We'll get the last word on this segment and say, I'm trying to think of a joke where Katie's computer doesn't work because the power cord is in its work boots. I'm sure he'll come Good. up with something. Good concept, weak delivery. Yes. Do you know Work what else? It. Do you know what else had a weak delivery? No. CNN Plus had a weak delivery this week. <laughs> True. Reading, <laughs> re reading from CNN themselves. CNN Plus will shut down at the end of April. You know what this means, don't you, Ed? Well, I got to play the song, but. You this means that we um, did better. Like, we've been on since January, and we've outlasted CNN+. Plus. We are, we are better than CNN+, Plus, which is not saying much. However, <laughs> they had how many millions of dollars? <laughs> and, you know. I think just said. a couple. Yeah. Maybe one million, still, maybe two million. I don't uh, know. We, we do not spend a million dollars to put this together. <laughs> Maybe we should. Maybe we'll have laptops at work. <laughs> Anytime anybody wants to donate <laughs> to buy my uh, buy me a coffee link is in the chat somewhere. Oh, I just posted actually. Buy me a coffee so I can fix my laptop, please. <laughs> well, here's what I have to say to that, and I will let the good people chanting in the sports stadium say it for me.
I have just had the YouTube video for that open for months. Just, <laughs> just because waiting. I keep using that over again, over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, CNN Plus will be shutting down on April 30th. My birthday, by the way. So the anniversary of my birth will be the anniversary of the death of CNN Plus. Happy birthday um, to you. That's a great birthday present. <laughs> it uh, looks like part of the reasons before this, uh, they're trying to save face and say that they are planning on having a CNN on demand app for the greater Warner Brothers um, experience and the greater HBO Max app that's going to be coming down the pipes. But really, honestly, I mean, a lot of us can see through this. Oh, yeah. Uh, CNN Definitely. Plus was barely able to gather together. Uh, 10,000 subsequent subscribers and viewers throughout the time that they were on. Mm -hmm. And, well, there's just been a lot of uh, damage control off of this, so. Yes. I think Oliver Darcy said, and Oliver and Brian Stelter, somebody's got to check on them, make sure they haven't hung themselves at this point. Because <laughs> they've sure got to be fine. close, reading some of their tweets here. Uh, Darcy going through a lengthy tweet thread talking about the meeting that ended this. But the last one here was that one CNN plus staffer described the sentiment as a total and utter shock that morphed into despair. At first, people were really freaking out. And then towards the end of the meeting, it just turned to sadness. Every team was just huddling with each other. Now, I replied to this tweet and said, have you suggested? And at, at the time, I wasn't sure if the LTC words were viable or not. So I said, have you suggested that they self-teach themselves how to program computers? I was thinking the same thing. If they would just learn to code, it'll all mm -hmm. be fine. Well, everyone on our YouTube channel. You know that if you, like, you invited me onto your channel... <laughs> So you knew this was going to, if, if your YouTube channel goes to, goes away, just make sure y'all subscribe to mine. Cause we'll be on the next week on mine. Um, yeah. When you get a strike, it's definitely going to be my fault. <laughs> but I mean, that, that's just, that's the, the side of it too. It's like, they didn't know this was coming and they spent big money into getting talent for this. Chris Wallace came over from Fox to be a part of this. They've got developers, researchers. There was, like, there were big plans for this, and they didn't even make it a month. I mean, speaking of money laundering schemes, could this be what it is? No. Like, could this be? You don't think no, so? No, they, they legitimately thought this was going to be a thing. I don't think they did. Nobody, I, how could you possibly think? Okay, so here's the thing. CNN itself, like the channel CNN, is not doing well in ratings. So why on earth would they think that an app would be any different. There's no way they did research. Like when, when companies do this sort of stuff, they don't just do it and see what happens. They have months and months of research and they have experts and, and everything else. They have consultants come in, all of it. There's no way anybody thought that CNN Plus was a good idea. Mm, and that's, I mean, that's the, that's the side of it too. It's, they legitimately think that they're winning because they were able to honk honk the election. I guess maybe. They believe they, they believe in their own bullshit. Yeah. Maybe. But with that, that's I think the woke divism is starting to go away too. Did you see this other one that I had uh, up in the notes for this? 
Uh, probably, but it was yesterday and I've had a long day, so remind me. <laughs> well, Spotify is dropping its exclusivity deal with uh, Barack and Michelle as well. I didn't know they had one. I I knew they had one because I've heard the advertisements for it, but uh, yeah, Barack and Michelle had an exclusive podcast with Spotify and while their podcast is going to continue, it's not going to be exclusive anymore. Like, I don't understand what, the, like, what would be exclusive about it. Like, nobody else who was an ex-president could have a podcast? Is that it? No, they couldn't like, put it on any other platform, like Rogan is. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Is Rogan on another platform now? Or no? As far as he's, I know, he's, he's not. He's exclusive. He, yeah, he's exclusive he's, to Spotify. I see clips sometimes on YouTube, but other than that, I I haven't, I, honestly, I haven't watched a Rogan um, show since he moved to Spotify because it's too much work for me to figure it out hmm. <laughs> to figure out how to watch it it's not hard i can show you because he's had some good guests on since then um but it looks like yeah higher ground will reportedly decide on their platform of choice sometime in the next few weeks so they're planning on having another exclusive deal but it's just spotify is saying no we, we don't want to do this anymore yeah and part of this was the fact that they weren't putting out the content like most other content creators are like rogan's on three times a week with this whereas Barack and Michelle, they were on like eight times a year. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. All right. I mean, I've never, I w it's not something I would ever watch. Although I do like to hate watch some stuff sometimes. So maybe I would like to watch it. I don't know. I do watch the Young Turks from time to time for that very reason. Because hmm. I hate myself. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But, you know, if, if you're not going to self-immolate yourself. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. That's got to be one of the worst ways to die, if you think about it. Like every single nerve ending on fire, I couldn't even imagine. I'd rather drown. Well, let's talk about uh, the Washington Post. So Taylor Lorenz put out this tweet on, what the hell day was this? Tuesday. This mm. past Tuesday saying, Libs of TikTok has become a powerful force online, shaping right-wing media, impacting anti-LGBTQ plus legislation, and influencing millions by posting viral videos aimed at inciting outrage. I wrote about it, uh, the account, the woman behind it, and why it matters. And Taylor Lorenz just got fucking roasted for this. Like, destroyed it was so good. for this. All week, the memes, everything. It was all so good. Very entertaining. Uh, her Twitter account is back up. She was locked down for a little while, too. Like, really? completely locked down. Huh. Interesting. But the, the original tweet still is a uh, reply lock, which means only people that Taylor Lorenz follows or mentioned can reply. Ooh, but you can quote tweet her. Oh, yeah, and she got quote tweeted. I mean, the, the likes got botted, too, off of this. But this was... This drove a good part of the, the news cycle last week. Now, looking in at the article... I read a good portion of this article on air, but I made sure to, like, I actually went out and muted myself when I was saying, like, if they got down to the point where they said her name, I was like, okay, well, in January 2021, I started talking about traveling to D.C. to support Trump on January 6th yeah. and stopped at the Steel Rally. Um, she does, in, or just say the initials. You know? I didn't even do that, you know. Like, this was important to me to not redo what Taylor Lorenz did. And I think a part of what she did was to get more people talking and saying this name. 
I still don't know um, the name of the person. I didn't. I didn't care to look it up. I, I mean, I know it's out there, but I. It's. It's none of my business. You know what I mean? It. It's adding to the problem. So, I agree with you. Well, and going on with that, um, I am going to. I mean, sure, a little bit of a detail because it's it's worthwhile to the story. Obviously, name of mm -hmm. course is not going to be um, released off of this. I'm going to stick with what I said off of this, but. I mean, this is this article has been edited once already, and they went back in there to go and edit the article to say, "Oh no, we ne we never posted this." But um, they put they they put this woman's a link to this woman's real estate license in the article. Yeah, yeah. your address is on your real estate license. All of your home address. <laughs> All of your information is on your real estate license. Easy. I almost died. <laughs> oh, easy. Don't hurt yourself. Oh, she's gone. Um, but I mean, looking into this, it 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 was a it was a distinct happening in in the way that we see things go here because this was I mean, this was a shot fired across the bow with what Taylor Renz was doing and coming out here to try to do this. This was not an innocuous way to say. Now, Lorenz did come back out to try to say, oh, well, I was just doing this because this might have been a foreign actor. Well, you found out that this wasn't a foreign actor. Like, you found this woman's name, where she lived, and posted it, and you didn't and stop. And her, her family members, too. Yeah, that was one of the other things that, uh, that came with that, is the fact that, like, she actually had... Um, Lorenz was going out masked to family members' houses. Insane. Insane. Yeah. I don't think and she, she was just crying. Or, she was just yeah. crying online like a couple of weeks. The first time I had ever heard her name was during that video a couple of weeks ago. I shouldn't say the first time I ever the first time I ever remembered who she was. I probably I mean I'm probably we've read articles from her before or whatever, but who you know, who cares who she is? You know what I mean? Um, but that's the first time I remember hearing her name was a couple weeks ago when she was bitching about people doxing people and people being mean to women online and minorities and all this stuff. And now she's going out and doxing a woman who's an Orthodox Jew, apparently. Um, so all sorts of, of you know, anti-Semitic behavior out of Taylor Lorenz these days. Well, I believe this is the video you're speaking of. No, I'm on book leave. I can't keep writing pieces for the New York Times. I literally do have a lot of deadlines. But journalists who are writing about it, please speak to people with experience in online harassment. I'm not going to lie, I've been pretty horrified by a lot of the media coverage of this. A lot of people are just aggregating some of the cruelest commentary online and whipping it all up into a news story with absolutely no comment from Caleb or nuance about the situation. The top story on Google yesterday was literally this House Beautiful story that doxes Caleb, puts his full name in the story, zero comment from this man, after this whole article gleefully encourages this online harassment and doxing campaign, they literally use him to sell West Elm furniture through affiliate links. Once again, commercializing a harassment and doxing campaign. I think the media- Once again. I'd just like to point out a couple of things. Why what? are you filming a video like this laying in bed? What is wrong with you? A. And um, B, she's 
making this vi like i'm just gonna pick on her looks right now but she's making <laughs> this video as if she's all relaxed like just lounging around i'm gonna make a quick video but she's got full makeup full face of makeup hair done perfectly laid just perfectly on her chest like what is wrong with this person good lord so <sighs> many things so many things wrong with this person i hate her i think a lot of people do right now yeah the left was looking at her like a hero for a little while, but and, and it's another one of those things where I noticed where this story disappeared really quickly when it stopped being convenient. Let's yeah. say is is that that the, is that the word I should go for that this this stopped very being convenient. convenient. Yeah. Uh, what was that video? Wasn't that her that was crying during that interview a couple of weeks ago too? Yeah. The same person, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of where she was literally crying over people being mean to women online. And then she goes and taxes this broad. Insane. Yeah. Like, I don't like to say the hypocrisy, but good Lord, the hypocrisy. Jeez Louise. Well, <sighs> some of this actually might lend to the fact that, you know, it's the same stuff that we see with the, the Twitter takeover. A lot of these people over on the left don't think of their, their conservative counterparts as people. Yeah. You know, kind of the same way I feel about furries sometimes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. This this has been an insane one. And it's, again, it's disappeared almost immediately. You, yeah. after last Wednesday, I would say you barely heard a word about this anymore. Yeah. Uh, lips of TikTok. Yeah, exactly. However... Because of this article, went from 618,000 followers on Twitter to closing in on a million. I believe they they cleared a million this week. Nope, 966.9,000. I remember uh, watching it that day and just watching the numbers go up. Uh, I forget which, whatever it was Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. And like I checked it that night and it was like, uh, 200,000 people or something, 200,000 new followers. It was insane. Like, I kind of hope Taylor Lorenz writes a story about me. It'd be amazing. <laughs> so, um, yes, and as of right now, it looks like, because um, a lot of the things that they were trying to do with this, like this woman was at the, the Stop the Steal rally. Why were you at the Stop the Steal rally? Like, it was everything that she was trying to do to bake this woman out as this, this mega hero, this mega this, that, and the next thing, this... And it's just a woman who wanted to be anonymous. Now, coming from me, who has, up until recently, not shared first or last name online. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I not just started anyway. doing that not, that, not that long ago. Mm -hmm. Because of the Give, Send, Go campaign. But I understand that. Yeah. For me, for me, it's mostly more that I don't want to have my, I don't want my parents to be involved in this. Like anybody to be able to do like Taylor Lorenz did. Exactly. Go, well, that might be more protection to the journalist side than my parents side, but uh, to, to have to go up to my, to my parents' door and say, Hey, do you know this person in the exactly. middle of 30 acres out in the country, a mile away yeah. from the nearest neighbor? Um, I have a feeling if they tried that with your parents, somebody might end up shot uh, but just silenced and not be able to say anything anymore i'm just saying like if some, <laughs> if i live on a property like that and i'm not expecting anybody bad shit could happen 
Uh, not not on purpose. I'm not saying on purpose or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying bad shit could happen. Um, but in my case, I don't want my my I have a, my mother's older. Like she lives by herself. Like she doesn't need that in her life, you know? Exactly. Um, but if anybody hasn't figured out that my name's Katie yet, they're idiots. So you pretty much have my name. <laughs> Well, I mean, we, we've been in voice chats before where you've been referred to as KT over and over again. It kind of drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. But we still love Quest. Yes. Uh, let's see. What are we at? We're uh, doing okay on time right now. Do you want to take a chat break now? Sure. Yep. And then when we come back, we will go into... What are we doing after this? Yeah, well... Actually, this would be a good time because um, we're going to do a fairly lengthy point on policy coming up to this, the mask mandates, the food processing plants, the student loans. So, yeah, this um, this will be a good time to stop in and do a chat break, I think. Okay. Did you enlarge the chat for yourself? I'm working on it. It was, <laughs> and then it went back, yeah. Um, I don't know where we were though, because when my computer dies, it like dies with it, it like the chat dies. Uh, oh, I guess it's right. I guess we finish. You finish those other chats. Okay, hold on. Let me alert. Make it. Let me make it bigger so I can see <laughs> settings, appearance. This is very uh, entertaining. I'm Perfect. Okay, so the uh, last one I had was at eighteen eighteen, which is nineteen eighteen year time. Yep. <clears throat> um, might be wrong with saying that they invested five hundred million. CNN Plus, we're talking about. They invested five hundred freaking million dollars. This has got to be some sort of money laundering thing. For them not to give it more than a month to see if it works itself out after spending $500 million? That's insane. Um, Arvolt was here. He was just checking in to say hi, and he's going to catch the replay later, which all of you feel free if you have to go in and out. You can catch the replay anytime. And don't forget to jump over to YouTube and hit that like button because it makes me feel good about myself. Thank you. Uh, Aimless is here. Um... Might be wrong, says they thought the reason their viewership was dwindling is because everyone was moving to online platforms. That could be. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. Um, Rogan, might be wrong, says that he bets Joe Rogan does, does as any hours in a week as they do a year. That's probably true. And our friend Avenging Pineapple just wanted to say hi to you a lot. <laughs> a super lot. And then he started to say hi to me an awful lot. Um, and we're glad to have you, Pineapple Boy. Welcome. And I think that was it. Unless I'm not getting all the chats. And Mr. Zed says, hey, it's not getting, it's not going to get any bigger deal with it. Pray for Mr. Zed. <laughs> all right let's talk about this mask mandate thing because that was um one of the big news stories off here that again a lot of this stuff just got buried 
at the end of it here. Yeah. But reading from, to start with the New York Post, to start off with everything. Oops, wrong scene. This scene. Uh, airports and airlines across the U.S. begin to drop the mask mandates after a court ruling. So this was on April 18th. Uh, travelers were celebrating across the country Monday as airports and airlines dropped their mask mandates after a Florida federal judge voided the Biden admin's mask mandate for planes, trains, and buses. But confusion also accompanied the enthusiasm as some airports, airlines, and transportation agencies had yet to announce whether they would continue to enforce the mandate or confirm that masks were still required. Uh, following the judge's ruling, United Airlines, Delta Airlines, Southwest, and American all relaxed their mask policies for customers, crew, and workers. Yep. So I, I'm sure that you had some opinions on this when this first came out. So let's yeah, go ahead and it, get... Okay, so my last job, I had to travel all over the southeast into California to Texas sometimes. Um, so many times a year I would have to be on a plane. And as soon as I change jobs and I do not have to be on a plane anymore for my job, the mask mandates are dropped? What the hell? <laughs> flying around with a mask around my chin. I, I would, this is how I'd walk through the airport like this. I just walk like this through the airport with a mask on my chin or hanging off one ear for the last two years. And now uh, they're just all dropped and I'm kind of sad that I don't have to fly anymore. Because um, it really sucked to fly and see all these fucking see all these sheep walking around with their masks on. I would have to go to LAX. I've probably been to LAX, LAX maybe four, three or four times since this whole COVID thing started. There would I I thought double and triple masks were like just people messing around, like you know, like a meme. No, it's real. People were walking around with several masks on. I don't know how they were able to breathe uh, between the between L.A. and three masks. It was since people were walking around on the street before they would even get into the airport with several masks on. Um, anyway, I'm I hope that they don't like I don't see any reason. It's been proven scientifically and you know how they love their science that the way the airplanes uh, circulation of the air works, that the masks don't do anything. It's actually probably healthier for you not to have a mask on because you're breathing in all that uh, gunk that, you know, the masks are kind of gross, you know? So I think it'd be silly for them to reinstate this mask thing. Well, they, they are trying right now. The first thing that happened with this was the, well, the first thing that happened with this was everybody found out what judge this was and who appointed her. And every yeah. little piece of her history, we'll talk about that in just a moment. But the first thing that they did was the uh, Biden admin, the DOJ, kicked it to the CDC. They didn't even come out and say they were going to appeal. They kicked it to the CDC and said, well, if the CDC decides that we need to appeal it, then we're going to appeal it. Yeah. Which they have now come forward and say, yes, there is going to be a DOJ appeal to this. I mean, I just don't see how anybody in their right mind could. Okay, unless... Okay. Here's the only thing. And watch out for this happening um, not organically. Like, watch out for this happening. There, If there's a big spike in COVID numbers in the week or whatever it's been since the the, the um, mandate has been lifted, that's the only way they can get this reinstated, in my opinion. And I could see them doing this inorganically, like faking the numbers, which they've done the whole time. 
let's be honest. Like when you really dig into the numbers, even right at the beginning, there was people dying of motorcycle accidents that happened to have COVID that were counted as COVID deaths. So, I mean, I could totally see that happening. Um, Well, and looking in with this too, it's, it does come off of the the judge that they did, um, um, they had to go with this, but I looked at this and I really thought about this for a while. And I think that more of this, because the, the mandate was set to expire on May 2nd. Yeah. And I don't know that they were going to renew it on May 2nd, but now I think that they're going to because it's not necessarily, if, I, if they win their appeal anyway. The, the way that I looked at this was the fact that if they lose this appeal, if this gets struck down in court, yep. this isn't necessarily about the masks anymore. This is about the power control that the executive branch has to unilaterally make a law like this. That was yeah. the main argument for the strike down was the fact that it was unconstitutional to be the way that it was. Yeah. And we heard Fauci talking about how the CDC should have ultimate power and control over people. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. If the CDC was allowed to be in charge with, with ultimate power without any, you know, oversight or whatever, then then fat people shouldn't be able to eat freaking pie anymore. Like it should be illegal. They should get a fine and go to jail if they eat a freaking hamburger, you know? Um, we live in America. It's supposed to be free. What the flip? Well, I, I think that that if we if if we do this kind of thing and and we we have uh we we, we have all this here then then what the what what are we going to do here? It it's got to be on us. It can't be on the courts because the courts didn't side with with me this time. Yep. Exactly. I thought that I could, oh yeah I can I was going to say I thought I could mod somebody on the fly here but I guess that I couldn't but I guess now that I have. Who'd you mod? Mr. Zed. Mr. Mr. Zed? I knew yeah. it. Because he's usually here, give... and he's on the Twitch side, so. Why on earth would you give him power? He's already got enough power around here. <laughs> <laughs> he's in charge. <laughs> I saw something in the chat that uh, I thought needed to be addressed, so we had, went ahead and grabbed that. But um, actually, now that we've talked about this, we've got the clip from Fauci talking about what the courts did off of this, so... Let's listen to the highest paid member of our federal government. Both surprised and disappointed because those types of things really are the purview of the CDC. This is a public health issue. And for a court to come in, and if you look at the rationale for that, it really is not particularly firm. And we are concerned about that, about courts getting involved in things that are unequivocally public health decisions. I mean, this is a CDC issue. It should not, should not have been a court issue. Both surprised and disappointed because... Which he had no idea, he had no problem with it being a court issue when the courts were siding with him. No. Also, if that's the case, then why are there still cigarettes being sold at the gas station on the corner? If it's a well, public health issue. It, it should be a why? court thing. Why is Crisco is being still being sold in a tub if it's a public health issue? These are all things that are unhealthy for us. Like this is ridiculous. No, I think you I think you have a backwards here because the unhealthiest thing about this is who made the judgment here. News Channel 8 tells you Florida judge who killed travel mask mandate was Trump appointee who never tried a case. Who cares? 
Well, apparently, News Channel 8 did. Five days after the CDC ordered an extension of their travel mask mandate for airplanes and public transport, a Tampa-based federal judge appointed by former President Trump avoided the order. Um, DeSantis and his AG, Ashley Moody, had previously begun a lawsuit against the mandate, which the state announced on March 29th. On April 18th, the Middle District of Florida Judge Catherine Kimball Mazel voided the CDC's mandate, ending the travel mask uh, requirements. And that was... That was a big story, a, a big conversation that went on about this was, well, why, why is a Trump appointee who never tried a case, who was appointed by a twice-impeached president, who was invalid anyway, making the decisions for this? She got it right. That's all that matters. She got it right. That was one of the things that got to me, too, because I, I, I saw Bobby Reich say the same thing. Our decisions were being made by, by a Trump appointee who's never, who has no experience as a judge. And I said, no, the problem is is that it took somebody with no experience as a judge to realize what the Constitution actually said. Yeah. That says more about the system than it says about the judge. Exactly. I guarantee if you start taking cake away from the fat lefties, they're going to they're gonna think twice about giving the CDC power. Well, have you seen... Well, have you seen the consequences of what this is going to be? You know, all those mega people, they're going to start harassing and bullying the people wearing the masks. I'm going to sneeze right on people immediately. When I see somebody with a mask, I'm going to cough in their general direction. As opposed to like they did on Monty Python, where you fart in their general direction? In their general direction. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a movie I've seen. Ah. <laughs> uh... Well, some of these people are coming out here and defiantly still doing what the government tried to tell them to do. They are welcome this is the to. They dumbest fucking masks. timeline. I don't care. Like honestly, I I would never just sneeze on somebody. Obviously, that was a joke. But if somebody wants to wear a mask, have at it. Wear a mask. You look like an idiot. However, don't force your bullshit upon the rest of us. Uh, Rosanna Arquette, who is blue-checked, by the way, and I don't know why. Uh, she's a mother activist, director, podcast host of Radical Musings. Racism is terrorism, says, I will not fly without a mask. Okay, that's fine. Have fun. Uh, Gina Monroe tweets back at her, say, I wear a mask everywhere I go and will be interacting with people. It's simple, part of my uniform, until I decide I am safe. A random judge in Florida will not change that. The sad part is they will never decide they're safe because they're mentally ill. These people are mentally ill. Peter Morley, who is also blue checked, it's more than his SLE. He is a patient advocate, cancer survivor, and lupus warrior. He testified at the Democratic Appropriations Committee, the Energy Commerce Committee, the uh, Dem Oversight Committee, and is an author at Occupy Democrats, tells us, as someone just diagnosed with COVID for the second time, I will continue to mask. Reply with a mask emoji if you will join me, followed by eight mask emojis. Um, this person, I mean, this if this person has other conditions or whatever, uh, I don't care if he's wearing a mask. I don't, like, why do these people think we give a shit if they want to wear a mask or not? We give a shit that you're trying to make the rest of us do it. Well, and I've already seen the retcon, too, and Britt pointed this out. 
talking about this, um, saying that coming up for the midterms, coming up for the summer, one of the narratives is going to be, well, we never try, we never uh, mandated you wear a mask. That's okay. going to be one of the ways they try to retcon this. Why? Well, I mean, but they did, like they did. Especially like there's people, there's nurses, there's uh, the flight attendants who, one of those videos I saw, they were in tears of tears of joy that they could take the mask off. So, and that's one of the uh, things too. It's 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 the tears of joy off of this because, and like I said, this is a point where the executive branch got its cock slapped. They don't have the power, and they're starting yeah. to be reminded of this. Yeah, that's why they're trying to give the CDC the power because they're they know that the CDC will get in line with whatever the hell they want. Apparently, according to Nephilim Ninja, if he's a lupus warrior, you can only kill him with a silver bullet. Is that how that works? Apparently. I mean, Neff is pretty smart. I trust his. I trust him. Yeah, but uh, be careful if you, you uh, talk about flooding with him because um, that, that's a trigger point for him. Floods with the Nephilim, that, that's kind of a trigger point. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about these underreported plane crashes, and we're going to start with the one that uh, is most recent, and is also in your neck of the woods here. So, reading from NBC, no survivors in small plane crash at Georgia General Mills plant. Officials say a small plane crash Thursday at a General Mills plant in Georgia killed everyone on board. Officials said. It's unclear how many people were aboard the Cessna 340 when it crashed at 645 in Covington. Uh, Captain Ken Malcolm with the Covington Police Department said, The twin-engine plane was traveling from Covington Airport when it veered sharply in the northeast direction and went down crashing into three empty tractor trailers on the property of General Mills, Malcolm said. Uh, Melton told NBC affiliate WXIA of Atlanta that the plane exploded on impact, which that leaves me with a lot of questions. A fire caused yeah. by the crash was contain, uh, contained, he said. How do they not have a manifest of who was on board? There's a lot of interesting things that you just said there that, like, they know who was on that plane. Like, they yeah. can't take off without a manifest being filed with the, the plane people, FAA. Um, also exploded on impact sound like that doesn't happen that that usually does not happen well it does look like there was a manifest it looks like this actually might have been according to the official narrative a training flight uh, because they said everybody on board at the original story here but this other one coming from Fox 5 says it killed two people which would have been a, a pilot and a trainer now there was also yeah. concern about the fact that this plane um, was having trouble gaining altitude as soon as it took off. It looked like it might have been having engine trouble. And if it hadn't been for all the other stories that we're about to talk about, I might have just said, okay, well, this is it. It had engine trouble. It's so many, though. There's so many of them. And they were so underreported for so long, too. That's um, that's the other side of this. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, this, this thing barely got off the ground. It went in and crash landed and exploded right away, taking out several semi-trailers. 
Uh, looks like this was very close to the building when it happened. I looked at some of the uh, some of the carnage pictures. No word as to whether or not a portion or the entire factory has been shut down. Nobody in the factory was hurt or killed. Uh, no word on superstructure damage to the warehouse in and of itself. And isn't it interesting that mm -hmm. in previous years, nothing has happened to our food supply like this, like planes crashing into our food supply. And then all of a sudden, what did we, it was like 19 or 20 of them in a year and a half. Something's going on. And if you don't have a stockpile of rice and beans and canned meats, you're an idiot right now. Well, it, it, it hasn't always been like processing plants either. We'll talk about this one in Arizona in just a moment here. But mm -hmm. I mean, this isn't the only plane crash that happened off of this. Um, the Daily Mail reports that experienced, and this is an experienced pilot, like the one we just talked about was a was a trainee, but this is an experienced pilot. Mm -hmm. uh, female UPS pilot, of course, 30, is killed instantly as her plane crashes into a potato processing plant with a large chimney blocking a nearby rural airport runway. Her family now wants the dangerous strip she was landing at closed. Uh, so this was the story of Brittany Infinger, who was flying UPS packages from Salt Lake City to Burley, Idaho, when the tragedy took place. She was just by herself? Yeah, apparently, yes. Interesting. Uh, it was a single-engine plane, a 208B, that crashed into the Gem State Processing Plant. Um, there were people that were talking about in this story that this particular chimney has been a problem for a lot of people because it is in a dangerous place coming off of this. Um, I'm not a flight controller. I can't tell you whether or not that's the case. Our own Arbolt looked at images and the map and said that if you are having problems with this particular chimney going into this airport, you should not have a pilot's license. Yeah. I don't know what is true or not on that. I kind of want to get on uh, steam and do the flight simulate simulator and fly into this airport and see what it looks like. Uh, see if you can find a flight simulator from pre 2001 and do some flying around uh, New York and Pennsylvania as well. <laughs> um i know i've seen youtube videos of that actually <laughs> people doing the exact flights yep so um looking on that uh killed instantly like i said they did have to shut this particular food processing plant down this was a potato processing plant because obviously you don't want chimney concrete in your potatoes yeah it's usually sense. a pretty standard um Salinas, California, this one happened April 14th. Massive fire at Salinas food processing plant contained after evacuations and school closures. Uh, the fire started Wednesday night at the Taylor Farms packaged salad plant in Salinas, about 110 miles south of San Francisco. Uh, the flames were under control by late Thursday morning, but the shelter in place and evacuation orders remained while hazardous materials crews worked on the scene. A big part of that was um, ammonia refrigeration systems were breached in the process of this one, probably making all the food that was in the facility that wasn't damaged by the fire um, unable to be eaten by human. Yeah, it sounds like they're just taking out uh, food processing plants one at a time. One by one by one. I'd be looking for uh, crashes in Battle Creek, Michigan, and um, you know other places that are famous for processing dried, shelf-stable food. 
So, well, and it's, I mean, there's, there's places around here that, uh, that do a lot of food processing. I used to work at one of them locally. So I've seen where that could be. But it's not just processing plants either. This one out of Arizona, 50,000 pounds of food destroyed after fire ripped through Maricopa food pantry. Yeah. This one Insane. was all the way back in March, but a uh, long road to recovery for Maricopa Food Pantry after a fire destroyed around 50,000 pounds of food. The fire happened just 15 minutes after their food bank closed on Monday morning, which, again, oddly enough, where nobody was around and nobody was hurt. It always happens that way. It's the food they're going after, not the people. They're trying to starve us out. Uh, smoke was still coming from the rubble 24 hours later. It had to be 40 to 50 feet in the air, just pure black smoke and engulfed the entire neighborhood, said Maricopa Food Pantry President Mike Connolly. That heat we could feel down at the corner. And, I mean, that's a lot of food. Yeah, it is. To be taken out of the system, even if it is just dried, non-perishable stuff and stuff that's that was That's what replaced. they're going after. They're going after the non-perishable stuff because, and they said it, it was what a month or two ago when they they didn't want us to stockpile like mm-hmm. why not why why or they said it wasn't stockpile they said don't buy in bulk why not why don't you want us to buy in bulk and then as soon as they made that announcement that uh, official announcement now all of a sudden the the places that have the shelf stable dry goods are just going up in flames from plane crashes it's insane something's happening here yeah, and there was this other one in Oregon, too. That one also mm-hmm. was, I believe, well, this one's all the way back in February, but still. All the way um, back in February was not that long ago. Yeah. Shares Foods in Hermiston. Well, and for it to be all the way back in February, but me first hearing about it this past week. Yep. Exactly. There's a lot of them that you're, I, I was looking into it and it, there's like, if you go back 18 months, there's like 20 of them. Mm-hmm. It's definitely something to be concerned about. And again, like I said, when it came to the one in over in Covington, I mm-hmm. would not have thought twice about that if it not been for the other six that we just talked about right here. Exactly. Yep. And the Maricopa Food Pantry has been restocked. Of course, obviously, several other food banks around the area have done donations. Several grocery stores have done donations. But that's that's still 50,000 pounds of food that's been taken out of circulation. Yep. Yeah, well, and and it's less food in those other food pantries. It's coming from somewhere. Yeah, the exactly. restock that's of food is coming from somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's a part of the reason that, I mean, even though it wasn't staple foods like meats and vegetables that I, I have got all that in the freezer... I spent the whole day canning calorie dense mm-hmm. food just in case jam. Yeah. Banana salsa. It's not necessarily the best for me. It's not going to fill you back up, but you know, it's especially with it's fruit. Calories. Well, it's calories. Yeah. It'll and keep it's you going to live another day. It is delicious. Too, I so. really want some of that jam that you were talking about before we went live. Sounds wonderful. I may have made a bunch of little half pint jars for distribution. So, I like it. I made my regular pint jars for myself, my own consumptions, and little half pint ones for uh, for distribution. So, hey, Mister Zed, we might have some pineapple jam coming our way. <laughs> Fingers so, crossed. <sighs> we've got that. We've got the mess. We've got the uh, the food processing plants. 
I know we are running up on the clock here, but let's talk. What else do we have? We've got my background screen up here, so let's change that while I go back and figure out what the next thing is. Uh, the other one that's been happening this week is the student loan thing has come back up to four. Now, a lot of the suggestion here is it does seem like Democrats feel like they're going to get spanked in the midterms. and They're grasping for anything that they can do to get up. And I mean, you look at the the writing off of this, too. Um, mm -hmm. We're actually going to look at an op-ed that was written by Elizabeth Warren. From the New York Times, because Pocahontas herself, Elizabeth yeah. Warren says Democrats can avoid disaster in November. Um, Democrats are the party of the working people. Ahead of the 2020 election, we advanced ideas and plans that we believed would, in ways big and small, make our democracy and our economy work better for all Americans. Across this country, voters agreed with us, gave us the majority in Washington so that we could deliver on those promises. Republican senators and broken institutions have blocked much of that promised progress. The evil filibuster, of course, that Warren likes to use when they're in the minority. Yep. Um, now Republicans are betting that a stalled Biden agenda won't give Democrats enough to run on in the midterm elections, and they might be right, despite pandemic relief, infrastructure investments, and the historic Supreme Court confirmation of Katanji Brown-Jackson. We promised more, and voters remember those promises. Uh, Republicans want to frame the upcoming elections to be about wokeness, cancel culture, and militant left wing. Standing up for the inherent dignity of everyone is a core American value, and Democrats are proud to do that every day. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Um, while Republican politicians peddle lies, fears, and division, we should use every single one of the next 200 days or so before the election to deliver meaningful improvements for working people. And, of course, as we go back here and as we say we need to finalize a budget reconciliation deal, making giant corporations pay their share to fund vital investments in combating climate change and lowering costs for families, which can advance with only 50 Senate votes. Other priorities can be done with the president's executive authority. It's no secret that I believe that we should abolish the filibuster, but if Republicans want to use it to block policies that Americans broadly support, we should also force them to take those votes in plain view. Which I'm not opposed to that. Take the votes in plain view, obviously. But this yeah. all leading up to the fact that Warren, as per usual, is talking about the elimination of student loan debt. <clears throat> this is never going to happen. I have to keep telling myself that because I did not get a higher. I mean, I have. I went to college and got two associate's degrees instead of going for four years and getting a bachelor's degree because I did not want to take out student loans. So if I end up paying for somebody else's bachelor degree, I'm going to be super pissed. I did not want to be in debt for the rest of my life. So I did all of the school that I could do on scholarships. All my, all of my higher education was a hundred percent paid for on scholarships. I was not smart enough to get a scholarship to get a bachelor's degree. So I do not have a bachelor's degree. If you want free education, work your ass off in high school and get yourself a scholarship. My last educational venture cost me 300 bucks. Yeah. Well, not to mention the fact like both my niece and nephew are in college right now. And my sister has paid for it outright because she did not want them. And they're, they're well, they're blessed enough to be able to do that. 
but if they cancel student loans and then she's still out like the money that she paid for two college two kids in college at the same time like it's not cheap they're you know they made it work because they wanted to do for their children what wasn't able to be done for them and you know our my our generation so they're trying to do better for their children but if they end up canceling these student loans it only hurts people who either a didn't get the advanced degrees that they could have gotten because they didn't want to be in debt or for people who've already paid off their student loans mr zed had student loans we've paid them off we made sure to get those paid uh-huh. you know we could have taken that money and put it towards our mortgage but we didn't we paid off his student loans well a lot of this and a lot of the conversations coming out with this where um democrats are trying to assure us that biden can do this by the stroke of the pen and i don't think that he can i yeah. i looked into this i made a solo video about this long long ago when um it was before the 2020 election i made a solo video about this particular issue and i will admit i have student loans this would help me in the short run if this if this went away and this went through this is not but not in the idea. long run because obviously you're counted as income and i would get absolutely fucking spanked in taxes if that's this got not canceled. The, yeah that's not even the point i don't even care about like it's just I just can't. I, I, they keep, they've been talking about this for years. Let's be honest. They've been talking about this for many years and it's never happened. And I honestly don't think it's gonna, it's, it's not going to happen. I don't think it legally can because it would take an act of Congress. They would actually have to, first they would have to find a way that it would um, be deficit neutral in order to pass a congressional budget office. Yeah. And then they would have to appropriate the funds through Congress to do so, either through taxation or otherwise, for the principal, for the interest that's possible. And that was actually something that I suggested as a compromise onto the student loans um, thing was that, okay, well, because of where we're at right now, before the bottom falls completely out of the housing market, because that was my biggest concern with this, let's yeah. set everybody back to perfect credit. Let's take all the penalties away from the student loan stuff. Let's set everybody back to zero. Set all your uh, non-inflation. What the fuck was the word I was looking for? Interest back to zero. And yeah. you have principal to pay, but this is a one-time thing. And now your interest starts accruing again. So you go back to your original principal of your original loan. And now your interest starts accruing again. And all your penalties are gone. If you can't refinance it the next few months with all these penalties gone and you can't get this taken care of, you're on your own again. How about people just pay the bills that they signed up to pay? They signed the the loan paperwork. They made that decision. If they didn't read it and they didn't understand how interest works, that's on them. That's not on me, the taxpayer, to pay for their freaking idiocy. That's the ideal situation, obviously. But again, I'm looking at the housing market and the fact that most people my age can't get into it and trying to find a compromise somewhere that doesn't bring up principle but still... saves us from crashing into the economy i am not into compromise this is ridiculous absolutely not no but regardless the reason that i brought that up was the fact of interest is in and of itself a penalty and by executive order the president could do the interest side of things on his own as far as the principal i don't think he can i think that would be against i would think that would be unconstitutional for him to do that it may be I mean, it actually might just, be unconstitutional for the interest side too, but 
that's a little bit hazier. People just need to pay what they agreed to pay. So that's um that's what we see coming back up out of that. So it is it's telling, and we said this when we talked about Lightfoot in Chicago on her reelection hopes. We've said this about various other things, gas cards for rising gas prices. It's very telling where Democrats think that they are when they try to start giving stuff away. Well, and what's interesting about that article that you just read is that um, Elizabeth Warren was saying how, oh, the Democrats never lie. Like the Democrats lie just they're they're both just as bad as each other. Yes, mm -hmm. the Republicans lie to get elected. Also, the Democrats lie to get elected. Also, anybody who's a politician is lying to get elected and then they don't do shit once they get into office. So, I mean, I don't I don't know if her this article is fooling anybody at all. Like, I don't see the wall complete at the southern border and I also don't see student loans being forgiven and this has been years in the making. Like all of these have, have been going going around for years. We're going to build a wall. Mexico's going to pay for it, okay? It's going to be a great yeah, glorious wall. <laughs> and then he banned bump stocks by executive order. Screw that guy, too. Uh, all right. We should grab one more chat break before we head into the last two. Well, it probably is going to be the last one. I don't know if we're going to get through Riddy Creek or not, but I do want to go through the, the Marjorie Taylor Greene stuff, especially yeah. because that, I think has wider reaching ramifications as to what is going to happen coming up in the election based on who gets to decide who runs, which I think is a, a terrible thing. And I don't even like the person on the hot seat. I'm going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I don't care for that woman at all. Really? But that's between her and the people of Georgia 14, not me. I mean, I do like the fact that she can do pull-ups. I am kind of jealous of her. I need to work on that. <laughs> All right, but let's see what we've got going on here. Looks like we've got some new people joining us here. Um, Mr. Zed has the power. Yes, Mr. Zed has the power now. I don't know what you were thinking. He's got the sword. <laughs> Mithril Dagger Although, says... I always say I would give up my power and give Mr. Zed double the power, so I guess that's all right. Repeal the 19th. Uh, Mithril Dagger says penis farts. Thank you for that. I actually agreed with you right before I got muted, though. It says all uh, fat people should be uh, fine for eating junk food. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. And then Aim was timed it out for agreeing with you. I know. We need to talk. We need to talk about Aimless's power. Um, uh, by the way, as far as the timeouts, I don't know if the mods have an option or not. I think I do, but I don't think anybody oh. else has a 300. I, I don't know. I don't do moderation on other people's channels. Yeah. So I haven't looked, but Steven hasn't given me the sword on the Twitch side yet since he got his new channel. Ah. Uh, I haven't uh, had to time. I usually don't time people out unless they're like being gross. You try to time me out all the time on Steven's chat. I do not. Yes, you do. I because just, I always come I, in and I mock the 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 followers bots. I I mean that restream bot guy is kind of an asshole, so I come in there and I say, You want followers, prime, subs? 
go to turnsomepages.com or turnsomepagesproductions.com. It triggers me. <laughs> and you're always reaching for the time off button. I am. I hover over it whenever you're mm -hmm. chatting. It's <laughs> waiting for you to mess up. <laughs> um, Nephilim Ninja says, I'm fine with a fat ass fine. Let's see. We got that one from Nephilim. Lupus Warrior can only kill him with a silver bullet. Uh, Mama Zed is tuned in. Yes, and I happen to know that not only Mama Zed is tuned in, if my mom is not tuned in, she will be watching the replay. So, hi, Mom, and hi, Mom. <laughs> Both moms. My mom and dad intermittently watch this on and off. I don't know, because they don't oh. chat, because we have to go back, and I've actually got to get in there and change their the names on their Google account so they don't have our last name on there. So, hi, Mom number there. three. <laughs> and dad. Uh, Mr. Zed says, what's going on is that Bill Gates has been buying up all the farmlands across the country. Yeah. Amos Gamer said hi to your mom, even though that's not who we were talking about in the chat. Chilaga1984 is here. Um, I'd just like to read the rest of Amos's chat. Go ahead. He said hi to my mom and said, you raised an amazing daughter. Thanks, mom. Good uh -huh. job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Number two is here. Number two made it. Uh, Mama Zed asked if they're going to give the food away to the illegal aliens and then destroy the plants. Mama Zed is based. <laughs> AF. <laughs> Ignoramus Media is here, catching the last half hour or so while I clean and unpack. Who invited that guy? <laughs> I did. Oh, all right. He's one of my favorite people in the world. Of course I'm going to invite him. All right, stop simping. <laughs> Randy says, it's even worse. Most of the student debt actually comes from dropouts. It's true, because they can't get jobs to pay back their student loans, but they sign the contract. They sign the contract. They need to pay what they owe. This, this makes me upset because I pay back what I owe. And it makes me upset when people try not to pay back what they owe. I feel like I need to just file bankruptcy right now and just start over from zero. Alex Jones did it. Yeah. I'm going to follow Alex Jones's footsteps. I will eat your ass. I actually probably would never do that, but yeah. <laughs> oh, either of those things. <laughs> Apparently, Stephen is muted somewhere, somehow. I don't know how. Guess a reference to his last group voice chat. Uh, Steven is also lying to get elected. Now that's a guy I would vote for. <laughs> Number two says, Katie's riled up tonight, isn't she? Well, I really I showed you am. Lips of TikTok. I, I did show you I, lips of TikTok, so. Yes, I'm really riled up. And from what I understand, uh, you're about to rile me up some more, so. We can go back and watch the the lady talk about the generals again, like we did at the in the lightning round. My my computer apparently does not like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I it just I'm out. <laughs> my computer's like f it, I'm out. Um, <laughs> uh, Mr. Zed said, if I'm not mistaken, Bill Gates is now in possession of the most farmlands by any singular individual. That is yeah. correct. 
Yeah, if you still live in a city and don't have like at least a little bit of a half acre or an acre to grow a little bit of food, you're insane mm -hmm. right now if you live in a city. Uh, Cloudraiser pushed back on your point saying schools did use a lot of shady lending techniques on kids. That is fair. No. I don't think it makes not. it right, but I think that's fair. Read so, what you sign. Don't sign anything without reading it. And if you didn't learn that by the time mm -hmm. you're 18 or 19, taking out a student loan, you're an idiot. And you deserve whatever you get. Um, Randy says, I always die laughing when people ask if the bots are real people or respond to the night bot. Yes. That night bot and that... Uh, the restream bot, yeah. too. The restream bot and the night bot. They're just like jerks, man. Get them out of here. I did accidentally, re I, I accidentally muted when I first got power on Steven's channel. I think I muted Restream Bot once by accident. Oopsie. <laughs> somebody, uh, somebody banned the, when I was still using, what the fuck was it? Um, pretzel Rock. Somebody banned the Pretzel Rock spot. It was probably me. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> Claude Razor said, kids are idiots though. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get into, let's talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene for a bit. And again, I, I can't believe that I'm being forced to defend Marjorie Taylor Greene because Why don't I still you like can't her? stand. I think that she says the right thing a little bit too perfectly. I think, I still think she's a plant. It's just Probably, too perfect but the she says it. They all are. And she's entertaining. I, I like entertaining. Um, but starting off this week, NPR will be our initial reporting today, saying that federal judge says Georgia voters can challenge Marjorie Taylor Greene's re-election run. Now, this has been an ongoing thing for a few months, encompassing various different politicians. Uh, my Senator Ron Johnson is one of the people that is involved with this. Madison Cawthorn uh, just had a brief hearing, which they determined that he can run in North Carolina. And now they're coming back to talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene, citing a provision of the 14th Amendment, Section 3, saying that anybody who has taken a, an oath to the Constitution and then engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States may be barred or can be barred from holding office. Seems to be the central premise of the hearing off of this. Now, uh, Greene was sued, not, uh, not criminally charged, but sued in federal court in Georgia, I'm sorry, not state court in Georgia, yeah. as to whether or not now she is eligible to appear on the ballot as Raffensperger is finalizing your primary ballots for your state. Yep. And what I can only imagine <laughs> was a quest to get sound bites. Oh, absolutely. I mean, state of Georgia is like going downhill fast. I don't know what to say about it. But um, have you watched any of that trial, the Marjorie Taylor Greene or just the clips or what? Have you watched any of it? I got the clips. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch any of it because we were pretty well slammed busy and I had to get I had to get everything done because I had to get out of work early on Friday. So I did not get a chance to catch it live. So I will be arguing this from a point of ignorance, obviously, and just yeah. taking the clips that have been circulated around about this. But... Um, it does look like a lot of this was what a lot of people expected was. And that was one of the big complaints that came out of this was, oh, she's going to get on the stand and all she's going to do is she's not going to be able to recall 
She can't remember. She can't recall. But I'm guessing you saw some more of this. So tell me what I you just know about saw, this. I just saw a little bit. And they were the, the part that I saw. And I wish I had time or, you know, I wish I would have watched more of it because it was very interesting, the clips that I saw. But they were trying to they were basically trying to put words in her mouth about um, the movie Independence Day, which I don't think I've seen. But she's like, yes, I've seen that movie. But what I said has nothing to do with that. Um, first of all, she did not cause any insurrection. And I think she stood her ground very well um, when they were questioning her about it. Um, I think she did a really good job. And uh, there was no, like, this what what happened on January 6th was not a planned thing. Nobody caused it to happen. No politician caused it to happen. But if you recall, a couple of weeks ago, they did charge somebody, I forget, with whatever the actual terms of the of this um, seditious conspiracy that was one of the oath that, keepers. That, yeah exactly that's been longer they, than a couple weeks that's been well, that was back in january holy crap i have no concept of time or space you know this <laughs> about me. Um, but this is the whole reason they did that then and you called it then i think we both did this this is why they did that because they're trying to keep people out of office who they don't like so anybody that spoke about january 6th they can try to keep out of office and this is this is what's coming to fruition now. Yeah. Well, they actually have to have somebody charged and convicted of insurrection in order to exactly. say that somebody caused said insurrection. And exactly. yeah, they're probably going to turn around and bring this back to 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 Trump. They're probably going to come back and say that he if is he barred from running if he tries if to run he again. If he tries to run again, which I I don't think he is, but I have been wrong before and I'll be wrong again, so... Well, we, we might have a uh, a little bit of a confession in the chat here. Uh, looks like a I saw that one ignoramus media. He might have been the one that caused it to happen. Uh, I'd like to get an interview with that guy and see what he did that day. Oh, I don't know. Movie? I've seen the video, and I don't think that he did. I think he just kind of stood there with a phone in each hand. <laughs> he said yo a lot. He said a and lot he, of things a lot. <laughs> he, he crashed the old website, too. Yes. A couple of times, if I recall correctly. I was in and out that day, but yeah. He, he crashed the old website. He definitely did. And then Jake got back hold of me and says, dude, we just had an influx of volume of people coming in here and our servers yeah. couldn't handle it. Like 50,000. Yeah. <laughs> 50,000 hits on a website and the servers couldn't handle it, which mm -hmm. I thought was great. Even though we're not using that website anymore, I thought that was awesome. Um, but going back to this, I mean, I, I can't say that I can say where you might be right and say that no politician caused it. But, um, you know, we do have the mysterious saga, of Mr. Ray Raymond Epps. Uh, he was he was not a politician. <laughs> so I said, I'm not yeah, saying nobody, nobody caused it, but. I'm saying somebody, somebody saying, uh, saying a speech before it happened and not saying ghost go into the Capitol and go trespass. Like if they weren't giving specific directions like that, they didn't do anything. Um, let's talk just a bit about some of the things that happened with this. Now, um, when Green was first about to be called to the stand before she got into this, um, let's hear what she had to say there. Oops, we're already on that. So to clarify my question, do you think that if someone, if a lawmaker, Republican or Democrat, 
participated in a riot or an insurrection, regardless of what happened January 6th, that they should or should not be allowed to run for re-election? You mean like Ilhan Omar and Kamala Harris who funded- No, you're you're accused of- I'm not accused of anything because I did nothing wrong. So the lawsuit- No, I don't care what the lawsuit says. I did nothing wrong. And this is a scam, okay? Uh, So I'm not entertaining this. So to clarify- Which- and legally speaking, she is not accused of anything. There's been no grand jury indictment. That's been one of the bigger problems that I've had with this. Is I would, I would, I would say that in order for her to block her from the ballot, there would at least have to have been a grand jury impaneled for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But that's not how. I mean, I from what I understand, the way the law is written is that the Secretary of State has total complete power. And Trump threatened him, so of course he's going to do the right thing, right? I saw a lot of that coming uh, throughout this entire story. The problem that I have with this, and again, I'm not a fan of Green. But that's, again, that's not my decision, nor is it the decision of Democrats, even in Georgia. Although I don't believe that it's the necessarily the Georgia Democrats that are coming out. This, This is a primary election. This is between Republicans of Rome, Georgia, and Marjorie Taylor Greene, and nobody and, else involved. And there's like five of them there. You know, it's not even, it's not a large number of people either. That are trying and to block do this? They, do they really think that they're going to get a Democrat in that? I mean, you've driven through that. You've driven through a district when you came to my house. Mm-hmm. Um They're not getting a Democrat in there, so I don't know what they think they're doing. They just don't want somebody who... It gets the attention that Marjorie Taylor Greene gets. She gets attention because she speaks the truth. She says what she thinks, and they don't like it. I don't know if it's necessarily that they they think that they're going to Democrat, although Marcus Flowers outraged Marjorie Taylor Greene by five to one or whatever the fuck the number is that they shuffled over from Act Blue. That's that in and of itself. If we were, if it wasn't seven thirty already right now, I would be going completely down that avenue and the criminal aspect of fucking Act Blue, that drives me crazy. But that in and of itself, beside the point, I think that they want a boring ass fucking neocon in that seat, not a populist. Who it's, look at who they're going after? Cawthorn, Gates, Green, Johnson. Any anybody who gets attention. That's who they're going after. Anybody who gets attention, anybody who is listened to, um, like most people in Marjorie Taylor Greene's position are only listened to by the people in their district. Marjorie Taylor Greene gets national attention all the time. This is why they're going after her. So I do want to, I want to grab one last audio clip off of this before I present the, the counter to this that came from, of all fucking places, MSNBC. But this one here, um, this came from, this was one of the objections, which a lot of people pointed out the objections to all of this and how everybody, how everything was being objected to and the, the judges in Marjorie Taylor Greene's camp. Um, but this one here came up specifically because it looks like the lawyer that's representing her might also be representing President Trump in uh, a similar thing off this and the question might be covered by executive privilege. Let's have a listen to what this sounded like. Okay. You discussed that topic, the idea that there should be martial law declared in the United States 
prior to the inauguration of President Biden. Your Honor, I'm going to have to which I, I actually represent the President of the United States, and that's covered by executive privilege. He, she can't get into any of this conversation. Executive privilege, she's not a member of the executive, and this council is here on her behalf, not on Mr. Trump's behalf, unless there's something I missed. It's not a proper objection, Your Honor. You discuss that topic. And now I do believe that this um, this objection was sustained at this point, so that question was thrown out. Yeah, because because the cases are obviously tied to each other. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing, or, or if there's not a case yet, it will be. They're accusing all of the people who are listened to on the right of the same thing. So I don't think this guy should be representing both parties, in my opinion. I think that... Um, they each need to have their own lawyer so they can you don't want a lo- like you don't want a lawyer who has somebody else's best interest at heart um so uh, it's just my opinion all right well msnbc actually came out with this and i think they might have act- it was an op-ed i think that if this would have been cut off the news if this was an actual news story but this was an op-ed that came out from msnbc where i think they kind of said the quiet part out loud saying that, like I said at the top of the segment, they weren't looking for necessarily a reason to... They, they weren't trying to get her off the ballot. They were looking for sound bites, essentially. Um, yeah. MSNBC writes, Marjorie Taylor Greene's testimony was a disgrace, but there's a silver lining. Uh, this was from Joyce Vance, who says, Insurrections aren't everyday casual affairs. That should go without saying, but somehow, perhaps, as a symptom of our current political dysfunction, anti-democratic developments feel almost normal, or perhaps we're just numb. But either way, there were a number of candidates running for office in the 2022 midterms who, like Georgia's Republican rep Marjorie Taylor Greene, were engaged in peddling Trump's big lie that voter fraud, not the will of the voters, was responsible for his loss in 2020. The resulting effort to prevent the Senate from confirming Biden's electoral college victory, of course, culminated in the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Uh, some of Green's constituents don't believe that she deserves a spot on the ballot this year. In a hearing that's uh, that stretched on for hours on Friday, lawyers for a coalition suing Green called the Free Speech for the People pointed out that the Constitution doesn't normalize insurrection. In fact, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment enacted following the Civil War, explicitly prohibits people who engage in an insurrection after taking an oath to support the Constitution from holding office in the future. Ran out of breath there. Um, but it's unlikely, the uh, article goes on to say, that um, this challenge to our candidacy will have any teeth. But they go on to say, not that the hearing wasn't illuminating. Green smirked her way through hours of examination, dodging questions with claims of memory lapses. When lawyers for the free speech of the people asked whether she'd advocated for imposing martial law on the country in conversations with the White House, she responded that she couldn't recall. It was a strikingly casual response for the hypothetical conversation most living, breathing human beings would presumably remember for the rest of their lives. This was a fishing expedition for sound bites. Absolutely. This, I mean, somebody who speaks as much as Marjorie, all the time so it makes sense that you don't remember something you said two years ago a and b nothing happened nothing even happened this wasn't anything i can just hear the leftoids on twitch if they tune into this right now and see that point like somebody died a a capital police officer died how can you say nothing happened 
one person died and it wasn't the Capitol police officer who died of a stroke the next day. Um, it was Ashley Babbitt. That's who died. Also, that guy's not getting charged with anything, which is insane to me. Absolutely insane. Or we I'm really on. fired up. This oh. law has not been tested since like the Civil War, right? That's correct. They this is the first time it's ever been used. Yeah, the first time it's ever been used. And and this is what they're doing. Some people took a tour. They stayed within the ropes, for Christ's sake. They stayed in the ropes, the velvet ropes. Like there was, obviously, there was some people. There were some people that did some things. Um, <laughs> but charge those people. Like charge the person that stole the podium. Charge the person who broke the window. Which, by the way, I'm almost positive the people that broke the window were not insurrectionist air quotes they were the people that were riling the people up it was the um what's his name type what's the guy's name um you know the fed from january 6th what's his Epps. Name? yeah they they were with Epps. they were the the Epps type people that were breaking the windows and doing that stuff so charge those people charge the guy that was the black lives matter guy that went in there with a trump hat charge that guy that was riling the crowd up. That's who needs to be charged. This January 6th committee is not going to get to the bottom of anything because they don't want to. No. And that was one of the other things that I pointed out, too, is if if they really cared about what was going on here in the, the Kevin McCarthy sound clip, they would have played that a year and a half ago when they got it. They've been sitting on that for a year and a half. And we're not even going to listen to that clip right now because we're out of time. But if, yeah. yeah, they gave a fuck about that. They would have been doing that a year and a half ago. That would have been dropped. Exactly. 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 This if, is, they, this is... if the big reveal about Trump was so important, they wouldn't wait until June. And they're waiting till June. They've come out and said, we will have a big announcement about Trump and the insurrection in June. Mm -hmm. If this was the, Yeah, exactly. This is midterm. This is midterm fodder right here. This is midterm fodder. That's what's happening here. And people are buying it. It's so sad, the state of the intelligence of the general public of the United States. They're buying this bullshit. Freest and fairest election. More votes than Barack Obama. Really? Really? That's what happened. Okay. Allegedly, scoops of ice cream. Susan. Hong Kong. Allegedly, <laughs> Allegedly. Well, now that you're fired up, I feel the need that it's time to go drop this one back on you, too. Are you ready? Oh, fine. Let's do well, it. we're gonna we're gonna read from the Daily Wire and listen to video that was on the Daily Wire today. So, from the Daily Wire's Virginia Kruta, former Bush Cheney advisor Jesus Christ would be called a groomer if he was alive today. I have a clip where he said that, by the way. All right, I'm gonna try to remain calm. <laughs> Until you get through this, and then I might go off. I, I'm not even going to, to read from the article. We're just going to listen to the Bush advisor right here. Did it over the Easter holidays. And the Easter holidays, the entire message of the Gospels of the Easter holidays was love one another. And I have said this before, and I'll say it again. If Jesus Christ was alive today, he would be called a groomer. He would be called woke. And he would be called a socialist. 
if he was alive today. If he was speaking the message he spoke in the Gospels today about treating everybody with dignity, Jesus Christ hung around with prostitutes and tax collectors. He was nailed to a cross because he spoke on behalf of the most marginalized people in the Middle East. And the idea that certain segment of our population has tried to capture the faith and corrupt a message that I may have been a follower of since I was baptized and went, was confirmed and served on the altar in the course of this is something I think all of us, it's not just people of faith, but all of us. Did you see those dumb bitches nodding and smiling? <laughs> first of all. <laughs> yes. Hey. Yes. Oh my God. So, oh my God. This is not this. Uh, I, I mean, I, what can you say about this? This guy's an idiot. That's not at all. This man has never read the Bible. Mr. I was an altar boy. Like, screw that guy. This guy has never read the Bible. He has no idea the words that are in the Bible, let alone the messages in the Bible. He is picking and choosing the parts. Like, this is this is the same type of person that will say, well, if you, if you eat shrimp, then you have to be for... Um, gay marriage like this is the same person right here like because it's in that's a correlation i've never heard before really you haven't heard that before not those two together like it's it's a couple of verses away from each other where you're not supposed to eat shrimp and you're also not supposed to um have gay sex or some shit i don't know um so obviously you either have to take it all or take none of it or what this guy's a complete moron who has no idea what he's talking about. And those dumb bitches nodding along, thinking it's the most hilarious thing that the nobody's ever thought of that before. Like, why are they even on TV? Who gave them a platform? I'm trying to figure out, because I, I mean, I've heard, and while I don't agree with, I understand where they're coming out with the, the woke and the socialist because of the people that they hung around with. I'm trying to figure out where the fuck rumor got brought into this. That's the one I can't figure out. Like, how did you get to this point? I again, again, I have practiced seeing how the message got distorted for socialist, how the message got distorted for woke, but rumor? Excuse me? I yeah, no, I know. I don't know. That one I couldn't I, I can't wrap my head around that one. Yeah. I've got practice with the other distortions. I've got a lot of practice with those ones, but I I don't know where that even came from. Like what? I don't know what. Like he's not citing anything he's saying either. If you if you notice, he's not yeah. saying like in this book chapter whatever whatever. He's not saying any of that. He's making broad statements to people who have never read the Bible, um, who are just eating it up, as you saw on those women's faces, just eating it up with a freaking silver spoon, just right into their mouths. Oh yes, yes, yes. You're absolutely correct because they're too dumb to even realize what's happening here and that can we talk about repealing the 19th amendment now is it time (laughs) well the one that that got me too was well first off a bush cheney advisor on uh, msnbc that that still doesn't register in my mind as how that that works but beside the point oh the the message of easter is to love one another really because i thought the message of easter was the wages of sin are death and i'm going to stand in for you as long as you believe in me and repent of your sins. Yeah. I don't remember anything in any of the four Gospels of the message no, of Easter being I of one another. I read all four of them. 
a couple of weeks ago at Easter. I've either I either heard somebody read them at church or actually a couple of times because I watched uh, Stephen's stream where he read all four, I think, except John, but he did that next day. Anyway, tw twice in one weekend, I heard all four Bible stories from all four or all four Gospels and nowhere in it does it say that at all. This guy didn't go to church on Easter Sunday. I guarantee it. Yeah, and it's, I mean, with our resident Catholic there, I fought very hard to not make an altar boy joke when he talked about that too, but. I almost did as well. <laughs> but. <laughs> like, maybe that's where he's getting the groomer thing from. Could... Maybe he's got, he might have a point. I don't know. <laughs> um. It's whatever he's back. spewing is very distorted and it's not biblical. And um, I, I it's it pisses me off. But what pisses me off even more is the people eating it up and thinking it's cute and funny. Like if you hear that and you're not outraged, I feel bad for you. I guess before we get too far into the live chat, I should uh, ask the question because then the answer will be down at the bottom of the live chat when one of the two of us gets to it is, um, uh, Mr. Ignoramus, would you like the story for tomorrow morning's show? Because huh? I'm pretty sure that if, if I link him to this, he'll rip this apart tomorrow. I think, I mean, I don't know. I think he may have already covered it. I'm not sure. Well, let me ask you this. Which one outraged you more? The the preschool teacher talking about the genitals or, or this one? No, this asshole. <laughs> this asshole pissed me off more. I kind of figured that was going to... Because I was going to put one of the two of those at the end of the show, and I was like, which one should go to the end? Which one should go in the lightning round? There was a lot. There was a lot today. You, like, I don't know uh, what you were thinking when you prepped this show, but I've been fired up the whole time, basically. Oh, he's already got it prepped. All right, let's uh, check in with the live chat here and let's get out of here. Know that I've sufficiently angered you. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see, where were we? Oh, we might have a, a follower bot in the chat. I see one on YouTube, which I usually see him on Twitch, but um, five followers here from Ignoramus Media. Somebody should ban that uh, that chatbot in here. Yeah, I'm going to ban that guy. <laughs> uh, number two says, I mean, amazing is debatable. Let's see. Ignoramus Media says, MTG is the best politician in the business right now. I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Does MTG have a daughter in her 20s? Could work. Uh, let's see. Fed's about to use the stream as evidence, says Stephen Ignoramus. Uh, Mr. Zed says, hey, Katie Zed, Auntie and Uncle Fu and Eminem and Jazz and KY are here, too. That's like all of my in-laws. All of them. Oh, Hi, nice. everybody. I'm sorry you didn't know I'm on the internet every Monday night at 630. <laughs> I hope none of now those were know. kids. I hope none of those um, were kids that got to listen to that uh, that outrage. I think they're all of age at this point, or at least in high school. 
I think my youngest nephew's old enough. Um, Ignoramus Media says the existence of the USA literally normalizes insurrection. Just saying. Number two says fodder. That's a funny word. Is what it is. <laughs> Midterm uh, fodder. Ignoramus Media says trying so hard not to fed post. And he said that about the time I started that video playing. <laughs> I mean, uh, somebody's got to get Ed some strikes over here. He feels <laughs> left out. <laughs> uh, Going to be nodding along in the same matter when certain things happen. Mr. Zed says, cheers and applause in the Mama Zed Casa when Katie Zed said, those dumb bitches. <laughs> I've never gotten applause before. <laughs> <laughs> kind of flattered. <laughs> so Vacantus Bear joining us right at the end. Um, Ignorance Media says, ain't my first black pill. And number two, we'll get the final word on the stream and say the Familia Zed in the house. Indeed. That, that's it. That's everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not too far over. I thought we were going to be way over because I popped off a lot tonight. Well, yeah. And plus everything else that we saw going on here and how long this, like we had a lot. We had a lot in there. Yeah. And I mean, we had to miss the Reedy, uh, Reedy Creek stuff, but... I actually have one more thing I need to bring up real quick. What's a up? couple of weeks ago, there was a shooting here in Georgia and um, I, they didn't catch the guy when I brought it up and I swore up and down that when they caught the guy, it was gonna be a jogger. And I said it several times on air and they caught the guy and he was a white guy. So I would like to just, um, I'm fake news. He was not a jogger <laughs> and I apologize to everybody who listened to me. You probably shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> All right, outro music. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody who came by and chatted in the live chat, kept us on point, kept us honest, kept us going. And even the ones who did get muted, I do apologize for uh, for our pineapple friend here for uh, for going on with that. But you know, he he just wanted to say hi. So there's that. Then, well, we're gonna head out of here for the week. So, um, with that. I'll be back here tomorrow morning, 7.30 Central Time, for more contemporary talking about news headlines. We'll be talking more about the Elon Musk saga now that he has officially made the purchase. So look forward to that. Look forward to some more of that. I will probably... What else happened today? Did anything else actually happen today other than the fact that I that I meal prepped and food prepped? I don't uh, have to go look. We'll go check the Daily Wire, I guess. But um, yeah, come yeah. back and join us here for that in the morning, every weekday morning. Uh, if you want to catch more of my wonderful co-host, tell us where you'll be on air next or where else they can find you. I will be here next week at 6.30 Eastern Time, the only uh, good time zone. And you can find me on Twitter. DMs are open. If you want to talk about anything political, I will tell you why we need to repeal the 19th Amendment at KT. Zed ma'am. I'm going to remember my new Twitter one of these days. It's been like four months. I still can't get it straight. Uh, Katie said ma'am. Or the Instagram too, because usually Instagram. you post there. Yep, kt.z on Instagram. Or memes with ma'am. 
And with that, that's going to be it for the night here. We will see you next time. And as I always say on this channel, never take the words of bloggers, podcasters, or journalists as gospel. Find all the facts and draw your own conclusions. And as I go find us somebody to go and raid here, Katie Zed, lead them out of here with some last words. Have a great night, everybody. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Take care.